Damn, that shit. Got me out here throwing me off. Baby, I, still, I got it. I was supposed to be trying to conjure back up the question, question, but it ain't, I can't. I ain't coming in, popping back into me. Well, speaking of throwing off, this girl done threw up on me at least thirty times in the past two days. Damn, she that's is, she is throwing up a lot. I think it's I think it's because you know she she getting breastfed from Kedra, but Kedra been eating fast food the past couple of days. I don't think it's sitting well with her. Mm, that is that could be a factor that fast food might be fucking over a little bit. Would have thought Wendy's doing the dirty out of all of them. Wendy's or it might the just most be it might be something more specific than that in terms of like just something overall that she ate. Yeah. That's that's still lingering in the breast milk. Not so. What, mama? I do. No. <laughs> But so well, let me let me get the let me get the vibes right. This episode one eleven. Uh, the classic. They say my boy coming soon, man. He coming back real soon to challenge Drake once again. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. Is just shuffle got me right to start the pod off for real, for real. So you know we got the originators in this thing. And we got the children in this thing. The second generation pop. <laughs> Yo. The second generation of the pop, man. Episode 111. If you do the science on it, it's really episode three. The pop mamas. So this could potentially be a very special episode. But for now, you know, we just got the OGs in this thing. Hold on, hold on. Let me do. Let me break down some more science. So you just said this episode three. If we do the math, check it out, though. We finna have men and women on here, right? Boom. In the supreme mathematics, three is understanding, and you get understanding from the man and the woman, from both sides, from having a perspective. Come on, man. I just got deep. It just got deep. This monumental. Symbolic. Nobody going to jail, but y'all get it. Y'all get it. It's gonna get real, real. It's real crazy, down, man. dirty, disgusting. <laughs> it's crazy how uh, initially I hated things that was symbolic, but now I'm Bruh, into when that, a whole bunch when of that symbology symbolic hit, stuff. Like nigga, be nigga. Anytime, any. Any minor synchronicity, boy, that shit be crazy. I'm like, oh my god! I swear, boy, it, it be even down to the parking spots at my job, like wherever I be, because I always park in a random spot. But I always do the mathematics on whatever the numbers say, because it's it's always a number. I'm like, I'm parking in twenty six. Oh, hold on, hold on, now hold on. Hey, build infinity. What we building today? <laughs> I don't park on that guy. Now twenty one. Okay, that's understanding. Nigga learning uh-uh. something new today, boy. Every day I'll be thinking that when I go to work. I'm like, okay, something new finna happen today. What's going on? Nigga really didn't. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Nigga trained his mind. Trained your mind to get it. Anything I see. understand, right? And you really alchemize anything in your life to your benefit. So anything that happened to you, you able to put it into turn into a symbolic a symbolic term that's your subconscious. Yeah, understand what, mama? 
Yep, that's me. Who's that? Say uncle. Uncle? Yep. Okay, forgetting she you like not a baby baby. Like she yes, she a baby. She but she can talk. It's a blessing. Nice girl. It's a blessing. She, I know it's annoying at times, but I'm sure it's a blessing, boy. But that should be so funny. Like the only thing about it is I be trying like you gotta not laugh at everything because you yeah. gotta discipline her. That is the only thing, boy. I think the girl just threw up on me again. I don't even know. I just feel something warm. Oh, crap. You be feeling like I'm being hit with boiling lava. Be like, damn, girl. I be sitting here. I'm to go take her to her mama. <laughs> so, God, her mama, she leave her with me all day. If I'm home, she Do Kedra pump yet or no? Yeah, she, 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 she was pumping, then she stopped. Like she was pumping, and she pumped a lot. Like she could fill up like two bottles at a time. But when she first started, it was it wasn't coming out like that. It took like a week or two for her to get right. But I was say like since the middle of July, she just 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 breastfeed. So tomorrow, so she started off pumping. Yeah, she started off pumping. All right, things advise y'all, man. She's supposed to start off just on the tick, and then start pumping to ease her off of it. Uh, initially, initially, nothing was coming out when when uh, she started. So, matter of fact, for the first oh, week, so did they say that uh, Jaina didn't latch? That no, nah, she was latching, but it was like barely anything coming out. So, we started giving her uh, we gave her formula for like the first week and a half, and then uh, Keija was like, "No, we just gonna start making her latch again." So she started latching on. So we was like doing both. So we was doing both. She was pumping and. And uh, breastfeeding every day. Look, so like, she, it would be right like two, now. three times a day. She, she, she a pump. If y'all ain't on that wick yet, boy, you better get on it. What that is? Wick, boy. That shit free groceries, basically. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about a wick card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She call it? She. I think we applied before she was she was born, but I don't think we was uh we ain't eligible. So we might. Oh. Uh, I do not know. So I, I guess when we when we do it again, we gonna it's a whole bunch of stuff we eligible for though, but we just gotta like actually go and do it. And look up the eligibility requirements for that shit. That shit is blowing me. But I guess because it's different from state to state. So mm. nah, I thought I thought WIC was a federal program, but then again the card do say Ohio WIC. I want to see. Yeah, she, she, we tried. We tried. Connie, this is a podcast. You can't just be yelling like that. Well, one thing I know we, we good folks at Section 8. Okay, we need to hurry up until I get on somebody's list. <clears throat> oh, Lord, this girl pooping. Mama. <laughs> Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> well, what's the get out of here? Scram. See you later. You just put all this slob in my face. Stop, man. Damn, I thought it was about to be a whole pile having to deal with that. 
goodness. But nah, man, I love my daughters. That shit. Ghani, man, that shit be. So we thought Gaia had pink eye because her fucking eye been crusty as hell since yesterday night. Well, since yesterday morning. So, uh, we just assumed that she got pink eye because Ghani be all up in her face and shit. <laughs> but we took her to the doctor. She just had, uh, they said her tear duct is, I forget what they said, but it's some shit about her tear duct. That's what's causing the crust in her eye. Oh, she got a clogged, she got a clogged tear duct. Uh-huh. And then the tears is what the crust is. Now it's not like anything, I don't want to say anything harmful because it probably, Potentially could be harmful, but it's just it's more so ugly than anything. We just gotta wipe that shit until it's done being clogged. They said it's a common thing that happens to young children, young babies. It's not really something to be alarmed about unless it happens yep. after nine months. Which that was good to know. But I was still feeling a little not necessarily feeling bad, but feeling like damn, we gotta keep her. Yeah. Give it here. Yeah. Then go in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, like, Ghani just be so ready to be a big sister. And I love it. And she better, all I know is she better keep this damn same energy the rest of her fucking life. <laughs> I know that much. I'm going to tell her about this moment all, all the time. Like, yeah, you used to love your sister. <laughs> Every time they argue, you used to love your little sister. You used to love your little sister. Now look at y'all. I feel like that ain't probably gonna happen until they get like both teenagers. They really of course, of course. You know, so I don't even think I fought with Greg. Well, me and Greg would have like petty fights, but we would never be mad at each other for real for too long when we was young. And then shit, even once we got into teenagers, because Greg went to college, my fucking Greg went to college when I was 15. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, like, by the time I got to being a teenager, he was already gone. But let's let's actually try to pop about something. Let's get into a topic. What you been thinking about? What have you seen the preseason? Any of your for your the NBA or NFL? no the NFL? It's not NBA preseason. <laughs> I say, damn, NBA just started. I mean, just ended. Nah. Now we'll do football preseason and then, then, yeah. then kicked off. The Steelers, I'm not gonna lie, I was impressed. I was impressed, even though we were playing Tampa Bay, but I was impressed by that first drive because the starters on our offense only played uh the first drive. Pickett played the first game, yep. And that boy ain't miss a pass. I said, Hold on, boy. But that boy Pickens was looking like Pickens, Pickens, he only got one catch, but it was the touchdown and it was like for 30 something yards. First off, that safety, whoever, whoever the safety was, garbage. I swear to God, because look, Pickett, Pickens caught the ball like it was like a like a uh, kind of like a post or like a deep end. He caught it and he he did like the way he shook him was so like elementary or like optimist looking like it looked like 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 some little league football the way he shook him like he faked like he was going right, but he actually stopped his body and just turned right and then and then turned back left. I was like, boy, this is boy, you garbage, but. It wasn't even just that play. It was like the the throws Donnie, he was making, he was decisive. He was actually going through his progressions. Okay, done, nothing on this side. Let me go this way. Okay, there you go. Ugh. Hitting people on target. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. This this is looking sweet. 
Then I and our and our defensive rookies, them boy was snapping. So Joey Porter Jr., I ain't really see him do nothing. He might be hurt. I don't really think he played. Or if he played, they ain't throw the ball his way. But like say that's I, a good thing. If he played and you ain't seen much, that is that is a great thing. So it was a whole bunch of but our edge rushers was going crazy. And I like all our rookie D linemen that we drafted, them boys going stupid. We got uh we got uh the boy named his name, uh Nick Herbick. He came from uh uh Wisconsin. That's what that's what TJ Watt came from, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, so he been think, he was training with that boy and that thing. Like he been training with that boy. As soon as he he got like three sacks, I think, in that game. Damn. Like as soon as he came in the game, he got he got a sack like off top. Like he was he was jumping on the screen. So, Damn, was, so what's it was a few people doing their the first preseason game better than last year, you would think, right? It, we got to be better than last year, strictly because Kenny starting off off the top. They know they it's not a versus it's not a debate dealing with Mitch goofy ass. I won't even say that it was. It's well, no it's debate. just it's no the confidence that they instill in the team as a whole. Yeah, Yo. you don't got to worry about the like you said the debate. Yeah, now now they now they trying to say it's a battle for second for the second spot with him and Mason. Y'all still got Mason Rudolph. Yeah, so he was supposed to leave, but he decided to come back. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he he out third screen, but they said he he outplayed Mitch last game. So, but the crazy thing, they ain't throw the ball with Mitch when Mitch was in the game. They just ran the ball. So I don't know. Do you y'all still got Cam Hayward or not? Yeah, we still got Cam Hayward. My nigga still doing it. You yeah. love to see it. He's solid, man. He, I think this might be – this should be year 13 or 14 for him. So. I say I believe that nigga is – that's something else too, man. Remember I told you Ghani was out here in my fucking papers. He yeah. got my fucking PS2 games just thrown all about. NCAA 08 is outside of the case for some reason. <laughs> out here going crazy, man. But, yeah, I was about to say that nigga Cam Hayward, I'm pretty sure he's a freshman on one of my – well, shit, I got NCAA 08 and NCAA 10, so – he definitely on one of them shits. I think he came to the league in 2010 or 11. Yeah, so I think he'll be a sophomore in that 2010. But, um, that shit, I paid $20 for that. I low-key regret it. I, I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did, boy. You, you are, I don't know how you... I guess it's the nostalgia factor that make you still like the games. Games, well, really, it's just I need I need my football fix, and I don't got no other football game. Just watch TV. <sighs> just watch it. Cause that's what I do. Cause I got man, I had the last Madden, but my I told you you can't play. You could play PlayStation Four games on the on the PlayStation Five with a PlayStation Four controller, but you can't play PlayStation Five games with a PlayStation Four mm. controller. So I be when I play the game, I be playing Batman. <laughs> all the all the free games they have for PlayStation Four on on the P Five, but Madden, I I literally enjoyed Madden for a month and could not play it no more because because the, the controller kept going to the left. Anytime I throw the button, like I see, like if 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 it was like the old Maddens where the analog stick didn't dictate where you was throwing the ball, I could still probably play. But anytime I throw the ball, it is definitely going to the left. I try to throw. I try to throw a curl route. That thing going inside. Pick. God damn. Is I was going to say is 
was this man enough to convince you to get the new man? I don't know. I feel like I get mad every year. Just because just because just it's I'm be playing people. Like if other people get it, I'm gonna get it just so I can play them. Outside of that, if like if it was just with me playing by myself, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't be getting mad. But I always get it just to play other people. I said my brother just told me, he sent me the text Monday, like, yeah, nigga, I got mad whenever you want to come get your ass whooped. Like, nigga, don't. I still whoop this nigga. I ain't played Madden in the whole 2023. So was this Madden 2023 or 2024? This yeah, had to be 2023 that just came out just came last out. year. Yeah. yeah, 24 just came out. So yeah, the whole Madden 2023, I never even played that shit. Still whooped that nigga's ass with the Eagles. But then again, we was the best team. So it's just, it's funny. I ain't never lost my touch. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I said on here multiple times, uh, this year was going to be the first year of me taking a step back in my fandom, but uh, it's still, still I, mean, I still see them niggas, they still pop up on my feed and shit, so I still have been seeing a little bit of a drip from little, little training camp reports, first couple preseason games. Uh, what I got to say about them Eagles, man, that boy Jalen Carter. <laughs> that boy doing his dollar. Nah. How the hell they let that nigga get to the Eagles of all teams though? Like the team that already got a dominant defensive line. Wasn't it but wasn't there something wrong? I'm not like wasn't it some off the field issues or something? Yeah, That's he killed he somebody. He killed somebody in a car crash. All right, that is okay. Well, that let you know how he failed. But he, <laughs> that's still going from the number one pick to the number 10 pick, and the number 10 pick just so happened to be held by the team that was three inches away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the team that also just had the fifth most sacks of all time. Now you all getting this. They calling that nigga the next Warren Sapp. So it's like, goddamn. And then uh, the Eagles. Who else y'all got? Y'all got Jordan Davis, but y'all got him last year, huh? Yeah, we got we got Jordan Davis last year. We got Nolan Smith too this year. Nolan, that's the boy. That's the boy I'm thinking about. Nolan, he the edge rusher, right? Yeah, and to me, no, I was taking like Nolan Smith. So out of Jordan Davis. Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith was the name I heard the most out of them niggas, but that was I think that was just from his freshman year. It had to be because he was yeah. hurt last year. That and think about the position he played though. You know, if you get uh, if you getting the most sacks, you know, that's the one that people are gonna actually pay attention to. Them but the other ones, they interior. So you know. And that nigga Nolan yeah. Smith ran four three. Yeah, that boy's slowing. That mm. boy, if he if he pound out he everything Vic Beasley was supposed to be. Mm. Damn. And that's just adding that nigga on top of Hassan Reddick, who had damn near 20 sacks last year. Yeah, Brandon Grant. Oh my god. Y'all boys lying. Y'all boys lying like that too. And the O line too. Don't forget. Speaking of O line, well, we 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 drafted the boy. He, you know, he's not starting. Who the the boy we dropped the Broderick Jones the one we traded up here he don't start right now. Damn. Georgia, yeah. That boy they still got our left tackle from last year. They say he got an iron. Blah blah blah. I guess I don't know, but in the game he played. I think he he played the whole the whole game. 
brought the jump. Reps. He only missed the first. He only missed the first series. After that, it was all uh, Brody Jones. So it was. I could. I could tell that boy was in my time because he, he that sorry to get a sack off. So, but outside of that, like you, what are you doing? You played that you know look out about you. So. He let he let the sack come. I ain't like that. Y'all boys interdivision rival, the Browns. You know, the Eagles, uh, the Eagles play the Browns in the preseason this coming week or one of these days soon. The niggas play in the preseason. So, you know, they be doing the joint practice. Yeah. So, they said in joint practice, that nigga Jalen Carter, Pancake, uh, Joe Batonio, the all pro guard for the Browns. Jalen Carter was like, oh, fucking them up. The Browns truly are cursed, Ain't no way around it. Ain't no way around it. Fine. Ain't no way around it. Them boys never gonna be good. It's just, it's just sad. Damn. Yeah. They said that boy, uh, Cam Akers and the and the cracker from the Raiders got into a fight today. Cam Akers played for the Raiders. He played for the the Rams. You know they have. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, they doing Cam and Crosby. Uh, one of them, one of them DNs. It gotta be Crosby. Hold on, Acres is still on the rails. Yeah. I thought he left them. Yeah, nah, I thought still he on the rails, left boy. them. Then they draft him. Yeah, they yeah. did. But you know, right. he be hurt. He stay hurt. Yeah, I guess he is still. That nigga only twenty four. Nigga, he he graduated. Well, he left the school when we was when y'all was about to graduate. I remember hearing his name. He was there when they were sorry, though. <laughs> nigga, still sorry, man. Crazy. For we'll beat Ohio State, bitch boy. Yeah, Tell them boys come to the yeah, big team. Yeah, yeah. What you guys say now? Tell them boys come to the big team. Coming to your city. Nigga, take them Marvin. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I do not care because <laughs> my, my brother will not be there once we play y'all. So. No, I'm talking team. about period, nigga. Y'all can see us in the playoffs this year. And nigga, Tatum y'all not making Marvin. it to the playoffs. Tatum cannot stick Marvin. Nigga, Tatum no, play corner. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> y'all ain't got no running backs. Tatum cannot stick Marvin. I'm what running backs do y'all got? <laughs> he ain't gonna come across that middle, though. Exactly, bitch boy. That he ain't gonna run no curl. He ain't gonna run no he ain't gonna run no screen. Tell that nigga run a screen up. Tell that nigga run a screen. Throw that shit up there, Tom. Go get it. Nah, but I, I, I pray y'all boys do do good this shit. Cause my boy Ryan on that team. I pray y'all boys do good. My boy get out. Oh, them niggas uh, pissing me off too, just cause they this nigga don't want to name a quarterback yet, bro. I told y'all the uh some wide receivers came to my job, didn't I? Nah. Recently? Nah, this was like in May. Like so, somewhat recently, but not like. Super I think recently. I think I'm, I remember you saying something about receivers. You was like you feel old. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember the niggas from like 2003 or some shit like that. Or some they birthday was some around that. Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They birthdays was like 03 and 04 and shit. Yeah, actually, I think they birthdays was 05 and 04. But that shit but, yeah. really be blowing my mind. That like since you said it, I really be looking at people like, bro, these niggas is 21. Like what the fuck. Like, how the fuck is this happening, bro? 
bro. Oh, we still young, but we old, bro. That shit is crazy. Yeah, I'm young, but they treat me like an OG. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the young, the young kids really look at us to say we old for real, bro. The, bro. People, the old people at my job be calling me sir and shit. I'd be like, oh my god. Yes, bro. Bro, I'd be like, nigga, I'm not that. Like, I'd be trying to tell the kids, I'm like, bro, I'm not that much older than y'all, bro. Like, nigga, you is not, older than them kids, though. right? The kids, yeah. Not, not, not my, not my eighth graders and my seventh graders. Not that much. Uh, my nephew was the yeah, same age are. as them. You no, I'm not. I could be. I'm saying like I could be they old. Like I could be they sibling. I'm like daddy age, like I'm like 40 or 50 years old, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, I'm telling them, like, nah, I could be but, your sibling. Loki in their youth, they are gullible. They believe yeah. you tell them. I tell you, I when I was uh, at the summer camp, boy, I was 18 years old telling them kids I was 30. I'm 35. telling you, boy. Whoa, whoa, you old. Like, bro, yeah. 18. This nigga just lying just to lie. <laughs> For real, because them boys to be saying stupidity to me. They be like, yeah, you probably like 50 years old. Like, you really think I'm, what do a 50 year old look like? Do I look like a 50 year old? I've been saying, I bruh, them boy, just really, they, the they greatest they, kids boy, are, was God on earth for real. I'm telling you, kids, <laughs> kids really are crazy, bro. And they say the wildest shit to you, bro. That shit be crazy. Hey, Greg, yes, sir. What's your thoughts on the preseason so far? You, you a Jets fan now, too, or what? No, I I'm just right now, I'm still. I fuck with it just because my boy Dalvin, but I don't agree with the 8.6. They should have gave my dog more. Well, yeah. yeah, I feel you, but 8.6, my nigga. Yeah, they, they trying to know. But That's at the it. same time, look, they been trying him because they keep acting like that boy not top five running back. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They gave this nigga Zeke six. He only gave Dalvin two more mil. But both his incentives, though. Zeke's. Oh, I'm going to pull up the comparison. Like, cause Dalvin's contract is more—it's probably more guaranteed than Zeke. Zeke probably got hit incentives to get to that six versus oh. Dalvin's. Like, he probably got hit incentives too, but it ain't gonna be like how Zeke's is. Yeah, but still, bro. Even the fact, <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, I'm that wear and tear is gonna be crazy, bro. You know they gonna run that. They gonna run the fuck out of Dalvin, bro. Bro, they got four uh, good running backs. Down, I'm gonna say the Jets got running backs. So you gonna earn back your eight. They not gonna bring you up there just to be fool. Yeah, but he, know they gonna, he gonna split prone, huh? so they got the stable of running backs around it, so he don't even gotta do no work until the playoffs. Who the other one? Who the other two? I forgot their names. It's uh, Michael Carter and Brees Hall. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to, oh, about to, yeah, Brees, I'm about to say Brees Williams. <laughs> Brees Williams. That's why I was like, I'm like, bro, how can I get my boy name out? My boy said Brees Williams. But yeah, it's gonna be running back by committee for sure. He gonna be the, the lead horse, but at the same time, I feel like he gonna get probably like sixty percent of the carries. Well, so I, I thought this article was about the fucking contracts. It's about the implication on fantasy. Nigga, fuck fantasy football. Yeah. I want, I want to get to the numbers. Look on paper though, on paper though, I low key agree with Chris. What Chris was saying, uh, oh yeah, let's talk they, about they it. On equivalent paper. to Temple, but at the same time, who, who then they get a tight end too? Who they tight end is? Who the, the Jets or the Buccaneers when they the have Jets? Because they are like the only receiver they got is your boy from Ohio State. Ooh, Ohio State got no good tight end. No, I said the only receiver they have. So I'm. 
thinking of their whole receiving court as a whole. Nah, they got that boy. Uh, that nigga not super nice, but he uh he used to play for the Titans, Corey Davis, I think. Oh, Corey, yeah, oh, Corey Davis, he's he's solid. He's a solid player. Now with Aaron Rodgers, that elevate that boy too. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I ain't see what receiver came to him that they ain't start off with him and, and were balled out. All right, so look. Ezekiel Elliott's contract is worth up to $6 million. His base salary is $3 million. Oh, my God. Dalvin's contract yeah. can be what, Mama? Okay, Mama. Dallas contract can be worth up to eight point six million. We got a seven million dollar base, so he making more than double what Zeke is making. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. What is that? You gotta remember Saquon signed um, for ten point one million base with nine hundred thousand in incentives, but he was already on the franchise tag. So instead of being franchise tag, they just gave him the fucking the same amount. So is that your new team, Chris? The Jets? Yeah. Why would he leave the Eagles for the Jets? Because one of the said is that your new favorite team too. So I'm assuming that nah, he's nah, 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 no, nah, to you because no you are, you switch teams a lot. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this straight. I don't you, fuck with it. You leave the Dolphins all the time. Yeah. But but I be root I root for the Dolphins because I'm just a you feel me? I, I'm from it's the hometown team. Yeah. Like I said, like we said, you switch teams all the time. I don't. No. This is the first year I said I'm not a Falcons fan. Ain't you? Hold on. I feel like once upon a time, you ain't necessarily say you like the Vikings, but you were fond of them. Like you, you I fuck with the boys. Yeah, I said that shit. I fuck okay, okay, okay. That ain't my favorite team, though. Them boys ain't. I don't fuck with the colors. <laughs> but the purple so and yellow, like the Lakers. Purple, I did not like. Well, I don't like the Lakers colors either. I do not fuck with that. Not for no like football shit. Yeah, man. Low key, I, I might agree with you because anytime I played the game, I made sure the Lakers jerseys was white. It ain't matter. Well, the white, white jerseys just look better anyway. They purple jerseys don't even look good. Not on purple. The Lakers best jersey was they. They best jersey was definitely a white one. I can't even. I don't got no memories of the Lakers in no damn purple jersey. That's all. I do. I do have a memory because their away jersey used to be yellow. They it, it was like an alternate jersey, bro. I'm gonna say I can I can see Kobe in the purple. Yeah, I can, I can see Kobe see with, the eight, that with the eight bro. with the eight with the eight. Yeah, that's the first thing I think of is him in the purple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it ain't yeah, a bad combination. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, like when I was a jit, I had one of them experiences where like I was sick or some shit, and I was watching the game, and them colors was just fucking my head up, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, it's. But I still remember Jaleese threw up on my Vince Carter jersey, boy. It was a sad day. We was in the car. She threw up like Wait, a volcano. She was sitting. She was sitting in the car seat in the middle. She just stuck her head up and just spit everything in the air. She threw up like a volcano. Literally, like she literally just stuck her head up in the air. She erupted. All right, I found him. And that thing was orange. I'm like, what did you eat? That shit was probably pure stomach acid. Man, I cannot, I cannot have kids, bro. That shit just pissed me off so bad, bro. No, yeah, cause that's not your child. This little nigga, like, coach, I can't find my cleat. I'm like, nigga, what do you mean your fucking cleat? Like, why did you take your cleats off? He like, oh no, I just took them off. Then he talking about, oh wait, they on my feet. Like, look, nigga, what? 
He was sleeping. He was sleeping in the back seat, bro. I'm like, nigga, it's not your child, so you can't tolerate it when it's your child. Bro, I'm telling you, boy. Right, the love is different. Cause I never thought I would be able to change a diaper. I swear to God, you know I hate doodoo. I do. But that's, I a, but you feel me? that's a necessity you gotta do. All right, you gotta deal with child children being children. They they don't know everything. Uh, why why you know not to take your damn shoes off in public, especially when you're not with your parents, nigga. You ain't never do no shit like that. <laughs> you ain't never do no shit like that as a child. You might you might be right. Not in the car, at least. Not in the car. Yeah, Outside, yeah. In somebody's house, yeah, maybe. But Yeah, you feel me? Like, so a place where you know, like... Like, bro. Nah, he talking about, I don't know where my cleat at. Nigga! We just drove from Pepper Pines to fucking 79th Street, nigga. You talking about, you don't know where your cleat at? I ought to kick you in your damn... Well, that's a long <laughs> ride. That boy was sleep. That boy was... That boy had to be... Uh, a long ride, though. That is a long ride, but he he better get used to this shit, cause it's fucking his ass. Don't, dang, and they don't got no other coaches that that live that way. In the city, hell nah. So is he worth the trip? He only worth the trip because he an uh, aggressive kid, and you can coach him up. He got the potential. You want to mow? Yeah, we coached his brother last year. His brother was a beast you on that mow. Pause. That's just a oh. that's just a too long of a of a ride for me. Oh, Paul, that huh? why he the, why he playing the PPO? I don't even know. Say, why he playing for that for y'all? Like it ain't other teams. Because because his brother, I feel like he was playing for Miami Gardens first, and then last year that was their first year at the park because his brother played thirteen and he played eight. So his uh, his mom was just like she might as well keep him out there since. You feel me? She knew that we was gonna be coaching him. She was like, she gonna keep him out there, but nigga, she don't want to come pick him up. She don't want to drop him off. We not even asking her to put, like we didn't tell her like, yeah, please let us keep Jace. We ain't say that shit. She just left his ass out there. Told the team all like, listen, I ain't gonna be able to bring him. Y'all gonna have to, you know, bring him. Like right, Chris, there. for 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 uh, location's sake, I'm gonna try to break it down to you. You remember where we? Wait, you might not remember, but you remember where we went paintballing at? Yeah, like it was way up north compared to where my house at. That boy stayed where I stayed. At. He stayed by me. That boy, that shit. Is so that's awesome. like 30, 30, 30, 40 minutes away. For real, for real, for real, for real. Nigga had me in that shit. Piss, boy. His, his mama, his mama, go to his mama. Side. Hit, bro, no, only. They ass food now. So niggas don't. Dang, them used to be long on the jets. I know. Bruh, you know my school that I work at is, is the Park Northside play Yeah, yeah, you, were, you still at, oh, so you still at West Little River then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. of them just over there, them just be asking me, can they cut a PPO? But I'm like, bruh, I don't have no ride for you, bruh. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I ain't finna be dropping all y'all off and picking y'all up. And y'all ain't no more team? No, not doing that shit. Is, is Gwen Cherry still nice? They all right. They decent. I got a couple just from my school that played for them, too. They decent. But once again, that's two schools very close. Yeah. To 79. I said exactly. two schools. Two, two, two parts. To play for. Two parts. Nigga, not even. They got Gwen Cherry, West Little River Saints, Northside, fucking 
Nigga, even if he wanted to go play for, you know, Sit got their own little football team too. He could have played for their ass. Uh, but he could go play in the city. That boy mama don't care. Much, even even though they fool, I don't know if they still fool, but they they been fool my whole life to coast it. I don't even need to think them niggas. <laughs> I, don't even, <laughs> I don't even think they around anymore, bro. It's a whole bunch of Hey, Chris, have y'all talked about music yet? Nah, we we started off with sports instead of music. I was about to pull up the comparison between 2021 Tampa Bay and. <clears throat> And fucking and Jets coming this up. This year's Jets. See what y'all right. thought. Do that, do that, do that. Say that. Now you think so that boy know... Sauce? They said that boy Sauce was. I ain't know Sauce was all pro this year. All pro first team. Bro, I didn't know Sauce and Garrett Wilson was rookie, offense and defense rookie of the year. That's crazy. Yeah, on the same team. Them boy, that, that boy. Sauce and they said Brees Hall was about to win it before he got hurt. That That's boy part of the reason why uh, Garrett Wilson got it. Garrett took off. That boy, but Sauce, Sauce, Sauce was the highest rated uh, cornerback on the top 100 this year. As a rookie. As a fucking rookie, nigga. Ooh. That is, bro, that's crazy. That Man. boy probably, he probably slide too, bro. He probably not. Probably not like the regular cornerback. That boy, look, on TV, you think, you just think he like a real skinny player. I stood. I was standing next to that boy. I said, "Hold on, but that boy big as hell." Tell you, <laughs> yeah, he was six two. I think the biggest be freaks too. Them boy be yeah, freaks of nature. That boy tall as hell. Like nigga, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, bro, like this college football. I'm like, Florida State got a six seven receiver, bro, but he don't move like a nigga that's six seven. He moves like a body fast like a nigga ass that's six, seven either. Huh? He don't use his body like a nigga that's six seven either. Nigga. I bet you won't put no corner on him one-on-one. I bet you that nigga burn his eye. I bet. I can't wait for that nigga to have 700 yards this year. Crazy <laughs> as fuck. Crazy as fuck. Nigga, running the ball down niggas' throats. And then we, you forgot. You forgot, nigga. We got Keon Coleman. Nigga, what the fuck? I'm, That's fine. Fine. I'm just saying that nigga got shit. Nah, nigga. Pray for the playoffs, nigga. That's what you need to pray for. He, be- he got to show me, man. Pray that for the playoffs, nigga. Shit, bro. Pray for the playoffs, nigga. Meet us, meet, meet us there. And then, oh, 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 let's go back. Let's go back to the. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get the college. You're going to get the college. We're on the pros right now. Oh, so. well, hurry this shit up because I got some shit to say. So, the just before, before we get into the comparison, I want to ask y'all the reason why we're making this comparison is because we can assume these are the closest to super teams that we really didn't see in the NFL. So, but that being said, who else could we throw in this conversation? Could the Rams that year shit? Is it the real? Is it the year after the Bucks, the 2021 Rams? Because this is the 2020 Buccaneers that won it. Then is it the 2021 Rams that had Odell and all them? Odell, Jalen. That was definitely, uh, uh, it could be a super team, but then it can't. Cause I mean Matthew Stafford, he decent, but he not you know God. He, not, he, not he wasn't elite. He, not he wasn't Aaron elite. Yeah. He, he was not God tier uh, quarterback. Um, Cooper Cup. Did we did we view Cooper Cup as number one receiver before that season? Started? Not before the season, but you had to after the season. Yeah, during the yeah throughout the season, you knew what it was. Um, but that defense was legit. That defense was was what really made them the super team to me. I'm trying to think of a super team right now. Them boys have Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Right, that alone, let alone the DBs. 
and Ramsey. I'm like, hold on, y'all boys. Y'all I've been saying low key the Steelers, but I can't think of that year. Nah. What year it was, bro? I just know they had Troy Polamalu on that motherfucker. And that defense was coming, boy. That probably was the give you one Super Bowl, whatever, 08. Probably one of them is I know they played y'all played the Ravens in the playoffs or the wild card or some shit. Yeah, I think I think that was that was, that was a 08. That was I remember that game, boy. Them niggas was hitting. <laughs> I was going to start in that quarterback. We're going to do quarterback last. I'm, I'm going. We're going to do it by position group. Starting with special teams, niggas. <laughs> the Jets kicker is Greg Zerline, that nigga Legatron. That nigga never missed. And then Tampa Bay's kicker was Ryan Suckup. Oh, I don't even know who that is. He sucked. Put a name uh, so I'm going. I'm going Jets, though. I'm going Jets. All right, all right, all right. Let me see. Let me see. I, we ain't gonna do the punish because punish. I don't punt in Madden, so we ain't gonna talk about the punish. All right, safeties. I think the Bucks probably got this. I don't know. Nothing we don't punt in Madden, so we not. I don't know. Punish. I told you. Tony <laughs> Adams, Adrian Amos. I know Adrian Amos, Ashton Davis, Trey Dean, Marquise Waters, Jordan Whitehead. That's the Jets. Then the Bucks, Jordan with Jordan White. Ha, that nigga Jordan Whitehead played for the Bucks this year too. That's funny. Jordan Whitehead, Antoine Whitfield Jr. I know and Antoine. The rest oh, of Antoine was rookie that year, Wayne. Yep, and he's still in this thing. And Mike Edwards and Andrew Adams. Hold on, what the fuck? I'm going. I'm going with the Bucks strictly off of Antoine. That boy did his dollar. Yeah, I'm about to say he's easily the best player out of all the ones we just named. So. Wait, what y'all name it? Receivers? No, nah, it was just safeties. Just safeties. So it's 1 1 right now. Jets got special teams. Bucks got safeties. Corners. I should have just did DBs as a whole, but fuck it. Corners. We know the Jets got sauce. They Jets, also got. Jets corner is better. Jets corner better off top. Now, hold on, because the, uh, the Bucks had nigga. They had, what's his face? Uh, Adam Homeboy. What's up, my name? Who, who was talking about who, who kept calling Carlton. Call slap boy? Yeah, Carlton Davis. Carlton, Carlton. Yeah, he was their best corner. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's that Jets all day. Uh, yeah, just yeah. off of that alone, not even saying Carlton garbage, but sauce. Really yeah, it's, one, it's so. levels, nigga. Yeah. Linebackers, this might be our first little battle for real because these, these ones been easy. They got Devin White, Tampa. Look, all right, so the Jets linebackers. Zaire Barnes, never heard of him. Oh, these are those two rookies. Called in. Oh Shirley. wait, hold on. Now the Jets got Williamson. Uh, what's the, not Williamson? What's the what's the nigga name? Quincy Williams' brother, bro. Quincy that, Williams. That nigga is gangster, boy. He's small. He undersized, but that nigga like that. You ever seen that so, nigga play? Jets linebackers probably Quincy Williams, C.J. Mosley, Jermaine Johnson, and Caleb Johnson from uh Miami. Uh, Jermaine Johnson kind of played like Ed, though, so I don't know. And then, nah, the Bucks got this. The Bucks had some shit that year. That's what I said. The Bucks I had they had Devin White. Oh my god, nigga, Levante. Oh, oh yep, yeah. Devin White, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, Keon Buchanan, and they counting the uh, the edge rushers too. So Jason Pierre Paul. No, the Bucks, the Bucks got the boys. Yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks, I said the Bucks had that shit, but that boy Qu- uh, Quincy Williams. I ain't gonna lie, that nigga like that, bro. That so what's that? Two one Bucks. Two one Bucks. All right, on to that D line. 
right, all right. With the D line, you only got to it's only the two techniques. So because you already named the ends, so you can't rename. Nah, them. I ain't do the ends. I ain't do all the ends because depending on the defense, you know, they might they actually gonna be listed as D ends instead of linebackers. So that ain't fair to the Jets D ends. All right, go ahead. So, yeah, but you named the Jets D ends though, because you named uh, uh, what's brand name? Jermaine Johnson. Nah, they got him as linebacker. What? I thought that boy was an edge rusher. That's what I'm saying. That boy edge rusher for real. Nah, y'all thinking of Jermaine Johnson from Florida State, I think. I think this is a different one. Oh, no, that's the same one. No, that's yeah, the same that's one. Same, nigga. That's the only one. That's the only one I know they had. That was <laughs> Alright, so D-line. It's hella D-line. I'm not about to say all these niggas' names. Quentin Williams. Quentin Jefferson. Solomon Thomas. This is the Jets, of course. Oh. Will McDonald. Carl Lawson, Michael Clemens. Just say who's starting. Yeah, just say the just say the starting nigga. And nigga, it's they they team not finalized yet. They ain't played a game. We, oh yet. shit! I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Oh, what's going to start? No, I'll talk though. Quinnen. Yeah, Quinnen starting. All right, hold on, hold on. So I got their depth chart up. Let me see. So yeah, Quinnen Williams, Al Woods, John Franklin Myers, and Carl Lawson. How old is Al Woods? Feel like that boy been around since Matt. That nigga been in the league thirteen years. Damn, that no, boy, I heard that name for years. that boy set. Go, bro. What the fuck y'all doing? Then Tampa's D line: Khalil Davis, William Golston, Steve McClendon, and Dominican Sue, Vita Vea, and then I throw Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett on there too. How y'all feel about Vita Vea though? I don't know. Really. I'm gonna say, I might say the Jets because I feel like the, the name Quentin Williams. Good, but them boys was what you call they was like old when they was playing for the uh, Bucks. Yeah, Vita, like dumb, yeah. dumb old. Uh, you said Bucks. I'm no. I said the oh, Jets. I'm, I'm taking the Jets. Cause I'm cause the Bucks. Why are you taking the Jets? Yeah, because I'm, I'm telling them the Bucks D lineman was old as hell. That's why I, that's why when y'all said super team, I was like, bro, low key they team besides like the linebackers and shit, they team was old as fuck, bro. But they offense was what made them super team. Right, and that's it for the defense. Both these teams O line suspect. The Bucks O line was the worst part of their team that year, in my opinion. And then they saying that's pretty much gonna be the same thing with the Jets this year. But nonetheless, Jets tackles Makai Beckton. Dwayne Brown, and then they got uh, Billy Turner on the inside. They signed away from the Packers and a couple other niggas. And then the Bucks had Tristan Wurst. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other nigga. I'll just click over real quick. I don't know none of these niggas' names. I don't know none of these niggas or their reputation. So just go off of what y'all remember from the Bucks O-line that year. Well, I don't think Brady was getting hit that that often, but then again, maybe because they started off kind of slow, they ain't take off to the mid season, so I don't know. I can't, I can't really say too much. We're calling a tie. <laughs> yeah, that's the tie because we we don't know. And then we getting down to that nitty gritty now. Yeah, this the the stuff that that, that matters. Right, right, the one niggas actually know. <laughs> then wide outs. So the Jets. Niggas got, of course, the rookie of the year from the Ohio State, Deep. Garrett Wilson. They signed Alan Lazard, 
Nico Boo. Coleman, Randall Cobb, and a nigga named Jason Brownlee. They drafted. And then they still got Corey Davis and some other irrelevant niggas. So basically, Garrett Wilson, <laughs> Nicole Hartman, Randall Cobb, Corey Hold Davis. Hold on, they got Nicole? Alan Lazar. Hold on, them boys, them boys got a little, they got a little something over there. Hold on. They got that's the not seeing. They got the route running. They got, uh, 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 call it a possession catcher, because that's what Corey Davis is. Randall Cobb, he got, he a possession catcher because he old as hell. Uh, Lazar, he could semi-stretch the field from time to time. So they got a little, they got a little squad over there. But that Versus ain't being A.B., Mike Evans, Chris Oh, Jones. no, not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all, not at all. If your third receiver is A.B., clearly your squad is the best. Because clearly he won. He, even though he was third that year, he was still better than them two. And then while we're on this topic, before we get too far away from discussing wide receivers, I want to bring up as an interjection that we can all get back to the comparison uh so apparently ultra cinco and cam newton have a podcast together what uh on that podcast they were talking about their top five receivers hold on no wait 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 was he is he on his podcast or was he like a guest on the podcast cam got i think it was podcast. called like it might have just been a clip from the podcast and then cam newton titled it like the Ultra and Cam show or something like that, but okay. it, it was something along those lines for the title for sure. I thought that was, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was uh, Pac Man and what's the name? Uh, uh, um... Nah, Cam Newton got his own shit, bro. Damn, was that Pac? It because Ocho did some shit like that on like three different podcasts. He did one on Cam. Yep, shit. it's episode yeah. one of the Uno and Ultra show on the uh, the Uno and Ultra show. Yeah, he did one on a uh, Sante Samuel show, the Art of Interception, and he did one on uh uh what's with Pac Man Jones, bro. And the boy, Pac, him and Pac Man said, "Let me see, I got to find that shit, bro." Man, I rock, I rock with Ocho because my boy ain't pick sides in the in the split. And who split? When uh the pivot, the pivot, and, and uh what's that show? Oh, yeah, no. House of Alfie shit. I see that boy Ryan Clark. That nigga Ryan Clark. That the pivot then low-key upgraded my boy. I ain't gonna lie. I rock I rock I rock with the pivot more than I rock with uh I don't even watch I don't even watch them boys no more. Uh what's them boys? Brandon Marshall. More than the podcast. I feel like that shit more like a mental health type thing, bro. Like oh yeah, they it be it be like they be talking about real life stuff. Yeah, like I be wanting to hear sports talk. Like I, I get what he trying to do. I... All right, this is uh this is Chad's top five right now. What's your mental health Sorry. today? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, man. You know when you work as hard as I do for years. Adam, to me, is the best receiver in the game. Who? He's a Vontae. You ain't here. You ain't here. Hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. I got you. Say it again, Ultra. Say it again. Say it again. My top five today. Adam to me is the best receiver in the game. Man, he's consistent. He said Vontae, right? Yep, Vontae Adams. What's y'all stocks? That's what it is. So it's that easy though. I don't think it was that easy. I I think it is because he done did it. He done at first we could just say we could just attribute it to uh to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, but now he did it with Derek. What's his face? So I say, you know, it's him. Now, second, Justin Jefferson done made his claim as number two. So, all right, here go number two. You ready? You ready? They got that boy Dale Tron. He might say Diggs, though. 
Jamar Chase, left Virginia. Woo! Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, Cook. I like Devo. DK. So technically, it's top five. The first five names he said: Vontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Debo. I think he put Debo. Cooper Cup because that boy IQ. That's it. Debo, no. Uh, yeah, Debo can kick rocks. I'm not fucking. How with him. can y'all deny Debo though? Like that, he almost. Well, nah, he was their whole offense almost, and they got McCaffrey. Debo, no. Um. Um, Where do I ain't gonna say I rock, I rock with Debo. Debo, Debo just outside the top five because I can I can think of five that's better than him. One I say Dig's supposed to be in uh, so I take him out for that. Um, I feel like yeah, the first name dropped. he said after his top five was DK. What's your thoughts on DK? I no, 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 no. I don't no, think no. he's top five, though. He's not top five. AJ Brown is way better than DK. So. That boy got to prove him. He got to show me something. About to, I'm about to let it play because he's about to say a bunch more names, but AJ Brown, one of the names he didn't say, but I can tell he he's literally – I can tell – I can see it in his face. He's forgetting names as he's saying them. And I can tell he's not saying it in no order, but he did make sure to say Devontae Adams first, and then he kind of got Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson on the same level as, like, number two. Yeah. And then that's when he kind of started just rat, rattling names off. Well, hold on. Let me, I'm going to let him finish. Okay. I mean, it, I, I can keep going and I can sit here and talk all day about what makes each one of them special mm-hmm. because they all play receiver, but all of them get the job done a different way. That's why it's hard to name a top five because when you talk about top five, the first thing we're going to do is we stick to statistics. I like different play styles. I thought that nigga was about to name a bunch of niggas, but yeah, I just thought it was. It's interesting to hear one of the greatest give his opinion on the motherfucking current landscape, as well as the prior landscape. So I'm gonna. He said his current top five. I'm gonna let my dog get his all time top five off, and then we can be done with my nigga Chad. But and I do want to. I mean, he has inherent bias to say that Jamar Chase is the second best receiver because he pretty much is following. Jamar Chase is following in his footsteps and trying to take it to levels that even Chad can take it to. So he has incentive to to big up Jamar Chase. Not saying he Jamar Chase ain't that nigga, year. but yeah. he broke he broke Chad record first year. Never ever be anything like them two ever. So, T.O. Randy, got it. You want me to keep going? Oh shit, he already said it. But yeah, his top two is T.O. and Randy. But I'm gonna let you tell. That like I feel like T.O. ended up getting underrated, man. That nigga don't get the love, and it's because that nigga an asshole. Yeah, he's not literally an asshole just because that's the the perception around him. Yeah, he just his off field antics be crazy, bro. But people always put him in the top. They always put him in the top three or five when they when they list off of the top uh, receivers. You know know what's crazy? What they be trying to say like the motherfucking like for example a to. Like T.O., they was calling T.O. all kinds of shit because this nigga was doing sit-ups and setting like dissing <laughs> Donovan McNabb or whatever. That was something bad back in 2004. He was doing what? He was doing, doing sit-ups on the yard in his yeah, yard. Like, doing think... sit-ups in his driveway or something like that. And then like they made that out to be like a big thing. I think it was because like Coach sent him home from practice or something like that. It's something like he was not at practice. He was at his house. 
working out in front of in front of the yard for the. But I'm people. just saying that was like this nigga ain't never been in no scandal or nothing. Like Yo. they was really slandering my boy name just based off the fact he was arrogant. Like he was confident in his abilities. Like he knew he was better than everybody. And he would show off about it. They based off that they ain't let my nigga get into the Hall of Fame on first ballot when these days and obviously it's niggas out here. Now that's doing like with social media and shit, shit is way worse or whatever. But it's just it's funny to think about how fast society changed like that, man. And <laughs> couch just randomly said Jabarant. He doing some shit that's way worse, bro. And not even then, like even for example, a nigga like James Harden. Who's constant? Well, James Harden gets slandered too, so I can't even use him for real. He, he gets slandered for partying though. Like that's what shit. No, that's what I was about to bring up. I, like, yeah, I'd rather you get slandered for partying than you exactly. get slandered for Exactly. Instead of getting slandered for niggas <laughs> just being great, literally. Just because you know you great, niggas going to But you talk know who they do that you. shit too, too? LeBron, bro. They do that they do that shit. Most definitely. Most definitely. But I think it's only cause that shit just sell, bro. Like <laughs> That shit just sell. It may not be like no real ill will towards motherfuckers, bro. But that shit, you know, motherfuckers like drama and shit. But then the crazy part is sell. But then in the long run, the narrative mess up these people's reputations. Like to get into the Hall of Fame and certain stuff like that. That's why it took so long for To to get in. Because numbers wise, ain't nobody really messing with To besides Jerry Rice. That boy need to sue for defamation of character. My thing, bruh. Do y'all understand my whole child? Well, not my whole childhood. Well, really, my whole childhood. But from when my earliest football memory until we got to the Eagles receivers was fucking trash, and we was still going to the NFC Championship every year, nigga. We finally get a good receiver, and we go to the fucking Super Bowl the first year, Super Bowl immediately. Then these niggas, like, they fall out. So I'm a kid, so I'm just thinking, bro, why we trade T.O., man? It don't make no sense. Like, what the fuck? Bro, as I get older and look into this shit, there's literally no good reason, bro. Like, if you look into why the Eagles let go of T.O., it's going to come down to, like, a contract dispute. It ain't like this nigga did something super egregious. Like, no. But you know he ain't rock with, what you call it, Donovan, so. That's what I'm saying. If you look into why they don't rock with each other, it's some petty bullshit, bro. Like, it's like, it's it's funny to see how fast shit changed like that. Cause nigga, I feel like if you just fast forward ten years, that shit like I don't I don't even know what I want to say, but it's I don't even know, bro. Like that shit just blows my mind. Like I be trying to get to the bottom of why the fuck, like why didn't these niggas get alone? And it's like at least them they they must not have came out and said it yet or something. Cause like it it, it don't add up in my opinion. It does not add up, but don't nobody really care enough to talk about it because I mean, there's so much other shit that go on every year in and out. Every I can't remember year exactly, in year out in the NFL. I can't remember exactly what the podcast was or the exact story why they don't rock with each other. But To said it's like it's like it's like a a, a interview. Like oh, an no, interview no, no. page on YouTube where they be where they be shooting. I remember what it is, Kyle. What it so, is? The big problem was T.O. wanted a new contract. And he wanted McNabb to vouch that he that he deserved a new contract. And McNabb said he felt like that wasn't his place. And <laughs> that's, I know that shit. What you mean it ain't your place, nigga? You about to you <laughs> But it's crazy to think about that in 04. Then just think about where sports is now. 
let alone five years after that. Like that shit happened oh four oh five, nigga. You got LeBron going to Miami five years later, and although those two different sports, it's just funny to think how. Like I think once LeBron did that shit, just the whole perception of athletes kind of started to shift. Not even the perception of athletes, the perspective of athletes kind of started to shift, and they understood that like. Nigga, we got to do it for ourselves kind of thing. Like, we can't always yeah. just trust the GMs to lead our careers. We got to kind of do it for ourselves. Right. And it's funny to think that before then, niggas had that, and that mentality. Like, nah, that ain't really my role. I'm going to just sit back, make my bread, train, do me, make sure I'm doing good. Let the that front man, office handle the front office. probably was trying to CYA. Like, he probably like, bro. CYA, like he trying to like cover his ass, like bro. Because if but I, go, I try to, why do you need to cover your ass as a look, franchise quarterback though? I you shouldn't. You. I feel you. I feel you. But he probably just like bro, on top I, of the fact you know you've been throwing to some garbage receivers your whole career. And now we done brought in one of the goats. But they was beefing. But they was beefing before that because during the uh, playoff run, Donovan McNabb ain't want To to play. Remember To broke his leg in the uh in the playoffs that year, and uh. He was still balling and stuff, but he got broke legs. So uh, Donovan was saying that boy was being selfish. So like they were bumming heads about that too. So it wasn't just the contract. It was like it was like everything leading up to that. Then the contract was like icing on the cake. Because that boy, he wanted to be the superstar. That shit was getting taken away from him. No, it was not. That shit. (laughs) I hate this. I'm telling you, bro. Sports is the worst, man. Now y'all see what they doing to me in the NBA. Y'all see what they doing. Y'all see what they doing. Why that boy James Harden said what he said. So, hold on. I'm going to play the video first. Talk in the meantime. So, as I've stated on this pod multiple times, uh, y'all know I'm a Philadelphia sports fan. So, Eagles, Sixers. So, um, as of like 2020, 2021-ish, or as of like 2019, 2020-ish. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, 2020, 2021-ish. I was saying 2022 was going to be my last year as an Eagles fan. 2023, going into 2024, was going to be my last year as a Sixers fan. Lo and behold, here we are. So as niggas seen last year, the Eagles, in order to try to win me back, then did some great shit, but fell just short enough to kind of try to make me be like, fuck, we so close, we can do it next year, but I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So I'll was already heading into this NBA season expecting the Sixers to kind of do something similar, like just be so great all year to the point where they like, yeah, nigga, you got to keep being a fan. <laughs> but if, if they had that in the cards, it ain't, it ain't looking like it right now. They're they going to pull that shit out late in the fucking preseason because the way this offseason then went, boy. <laughs> like this shit, I don't even – First off, we should have beat Boston in game five. Did I have well we beat Boston in game five? We should have beat Boston in six games. I mean. But we lost game six. Niggas ended up going to seven, getting fucked over in game seven. Gotta deal with the fact Nikola Jokic ended up winning the fucking MVP. I mean, winning the finals <laughs> MVP shit. After all the debate all year long, just for us to come down to the fact. We are once again standing here with a nigga who refuses to play for the Sixers. Motherfucking, how I was going to say 365 days, but like 
Two years after Ben Simmons did the shit, James Harden proclaimed he would never play for Daryl Morey again because Daryl Morey is a liar. This is the words from the horse's mouth himself. What month did James say it? What month did James Harden sign his uh, contract? And he just he he just got signed for the extension or something, right? So, Kyle, the story with James Harden is last offseason, so fuck it, last year, we traded Ben Simmons for James Harden. All right. Um, in order to get James Harden, we gave up multiple first-round picks, but the only reason we gave up the first-round picks was because it was under the, the impression James Harden would re-sign with us to be with us for the foreseeable future or whatever. Um. James Harden was on an expiring contract last year. So trading for him was a risk because it's like his contract can expire at the end of the year. Then he could just walk away to a different team and you just gave away all this shit for him for nothing, basically. So um, in order to get James Harden to re-sign, well, no, no, no. We was going to re-sign James Harden regardless. But we knew that we needed some help on the team to, if we wanted to get over the hump. So Allegedly, Daryl Morey kind of negotiated with James Harden that if he would take a pay cut this year in order for us to sign a couple players, those players ended up being P.J. Tucker and Daniel House, who James Harden played with on the Rockets. So he had prior chemistry, prior relationships with, so presumably his friends. So if you take a pay cut this year so we can sign your friends, and if we're going to win it all, they're going to put us over the top, win the championship, Next year, we'll give you your full max. So, obviously, we didn't win the championship this year. So, on James Harden, the contract James Harden signed last year was one year, $34 million with a player option. I mean, with a team option. Yeah, yeah, with a player option for $34 million next year, which will be this year. So, basically, two years, $68 million when the max he probably could have got, which that's basically $35 million a year. Maxi could have got was I think forty something million a year, so he took basically a twelve million, thirteen something million dollar pay cut in order to create the space for us to sign PJ Tucker and Daniel House. Mm-hmm. Um, Sixers didn't win. James Harden didn't really look like he was going to get any better at this point in his career. It actually, looked like he was losing another step after he had already lost a step last year. So that's also that was part of the reasoning why. We wanted him to take a pay cut, at least for this year, just so we can kind of examine if he was actually worth giving a max to. Um, and he kind of proved that he wasn't. I ain't what you so, mean, my boy snapping the playoffs. I think, like, I still think he worth, he worth what he worth, but not long-term. He, agree, he wants a long-term, he wants one more long-term contract, and nobody's going to get that to him, so... When it kind of became apparent that Harden had officially lost a step, because you got to think back to last offseason. Last offseason, the comments was he still had lingering hamstring issues, Uh shit like that. So we couldn't for sure say that he wasn't as explosive as he used to be, blah, blah, blah. Um, But all that turned out to be true. (laughs) He was a fact. He couldn't finish at the rim anymore. He wasn't as explosive as he once was. So... We had a decision to make. Like, all right, are we going to go ahead and get this nigga the max that we promised, even though it's going to be detrimental to the team? And now that, you did, explain did, that, now that you explain it, bro, I ain't going to lie. 
nigga, that shit make a lot of sense, bro. Like, to not pay that nigga. Does make a lot of <laughs> sense, but at the same time, it's like, you gonna be a man of your word or not? But it's a business. Yeah, even though he, it's a business, bro. Like, you feel me? Like, even though he told that man, bro, like, he should have been way more, like, knowledgeable. But now, the reason why, what I'm seeing, they're saying Harden said this right now is because, um, that that was the caveat. So it was we either gonna pay you a max, like we're gonna you take the pay cut this year, we either we're gonna win and pay you a max, and if we don't win, um we'll send you we'll trade you to like the place where you wanna go to win or whatever. It's high so side, Jimmy. It's high, Jimmy. Harding Harding was under the impression we a spot down here in Miami. You want them thirteen, we'll get that shit to you, boss. Harding was under the impression <laughs> Of the love of Bebel Rossi Rose. <laughs> Harden was under the impression that Daryl Moore was going to trade him to his preferred destination no matter what, even if it was for pennies on a dollar, so to speak. So even if niggas was, was just getting bums back for him, we was going to trade him. Yeah, so trade- Harden decided to opt in to his player option to guarantee that he was going to make $35 million this year. Because remember, don't nobody want to pay him that much. We'll give y'all for so, Larry will take that little... He'll take that and we'll take it. <laughs> So keep in mind nobody nobody was gonna pay hard in thirty five more than thirty five million dollars. Maybe not even anything close to it, because it's like why would we pay you that much over a long period of time when you not nigga, you on the downtrend. So Harden didn't really have as many options as he thought he would have, including Houston. That was something that started floating around Christmas time was that he was thinking about going back to Houston. Well, yeah. once free agency started. It was revealed Houston didn't even want that nigga. They ended up paying Fred Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks. So, Harden didn't really have nothing else left to do. And the Sixers didn't offer him the max. So, he like, what the fuck? Like, I'm either going to get my money or, like, what's going on? So, he out back in expecting to be traded. But the Clippers don't want to give up nothing for Harden because they like, all right, we give up anything for this nigga when – we're not going to get really much back in return. Like, we don't know what this thing is going to give to us, even though, yeah. Go eat then. Yeah. What would he, what would he offer for the Clippers? Because he won't have to be a point guard. There, I got Westbrook. Uh, Depth. They got Paul George. Paul Depth George. and shooting. Mm. I guess. They, but, I guess. They bench, they bench nice. The Clippers bench nice. Yeah, that's why I need to send some of them niggas our way. <laughs> Especially what's my boy who used to play for the Nuggets, who played for them. What's the point guard name? Uh, Bones Highland. Yeah. That boy nice. He played for the Clippers. Yeah, he got traded from the Nuggets. He he got traded mid season. But yeah, man, that nigga Harden. I can't. I, I can't say I feel betrayed because it's not like I wanted him to come back necessarily, but it's like nigga, if the Sixers don't pull something off this year, it's just I'm, a, I'm always have a sour taste in my mouth about them. I hate for that to be the case, but it's already the case right now, so it is what it is. I just want to end this topic by saying we gonna talk about the NBA forcing the Colangelos onto the Sixers, man. Not today, not this part, because I got to compile all my in- all my evidence and present my case and shit like that, but just know, that boy <laughs> Adam Silver, man, he 
is the reason that nigga fucked over the process. They always gonna try to say the process was some bullshit because Adam Silver came and did that fuck shit, man. But if you know, you know. If you don't, you broke, man. It is what it is. <laughs> Elsewhere in the NBA, they talking about Dame. There's been no movement. None. Nathan. Zilch. They got to give up everything they got. But who who willing to do that? They ain't made no easy piece to move. What's good, Bray? Hey. (laughs) I guess we can get... I was going to try to wait for Greg to get back. Because he was going to be the most opinionated, I feel like. Of course. I'm going to see but so we was just discussing sports shit. But the reason why y'all are hearing a female voice on the pod, probably this is like the third time we had a woman on here, is because it was some shit that had went viral uh, a couple days ago. And we felt like it was a little decent topic that could be discussed on the podcast. But I felt like it wouldn't be fair overall. And it wouldn't even really make for a good discussion to have a conversation if we didn't actually have a woman's perspective on the podcast. So, uh, the whole thing is based upon Krishan Blueface clip that was posted by the Baddies page, basically of them kind of getting into it about Blueface quote-unquote setting the table or allowing Krishan to eat I'm going to play the clip about halfway through because I don't really feel like hearing no niggas go back and forth about the nonsense. Thank I just you. want niggas' perspectives on the meat of their conversation, not the motherfucking bullshit that they're talking about. And I'm going to kind of break it down after I play the clip. So if the clip want to play, because now it's just buffering. So I guess I got to keep talking to fill the time until that shit is ready. <laughs> Y'all haven't even watched the show. Y'all just seen the clip. Yes, we are discussing a clip, Braylon. We're not discussing okay. the show. We not. Okay. So you gotta try to block out the show and block out the faces and just speak okay. on the situation, not necessarily the people involved. Just the concept, not the actual product. I would never go off top. I'm not watching that show. It's no, good, man. You don't understand, Kyle. Well, I don't watch reality TV off rip, and I'm damn sure not gonna watch them too. Look, sometimes you need you need the reality TV as a little break to let so your mind. Who says it's like the Zeus reality TV different than all like VH1 or because it's black owned? It's like, not exploitative. Yeah, so it's like it's not no scripts or nothing. Like it's just raw, like raw entertainment. Like it's not no. I mean, it's all bullshit at the end of the and day. And as you can but... tell, they did convert me to a Zeus head. These, they did. I am. I see. Because I see. of Andre and Bray <laughs> I see. But that shit is so... fucking. I'm not going to lie. It is a little. It's, it's something to the fact that it's owned by a black man. Like, that helped a little bit to know that it's it not. It helped expose dude. the fact that the celebrities and motherfuckers, like, the social media influence and stuff like that, like, they go through the same type of bullshit we all go through. But, but it just, we already knew it that just, part, right? But to see it documented and to watch it, these niggas be on Instagram and social media flexing like life is great, but the whole time they're really going through it for real. Like it's not that at all. 
that's like cool to watch. But I feel I, I feel you on the sense of not even being trying to go down that black hole because it's definitely some bullshit at the end of the day. But it's always good to watch some mindless entertainment area. You got you need right. that every once in a while, man. You know, my just... mindless entertainment area cartoons. True enough. Uh, I just be a, I just be a big jet. I don't watch, but you know I don't watch TV already as it is. So I'm, I'm I, I read all the time. Mm-hmm. Watching TV. All right, here you go to clip. You could not eat by yourself. It's the point. Now you can. I think you're telling me Focusing on the wrong aspect of the conversation. (laughs) So basically what I felt like the conversation worth having was is if a man or fuck, it don't even have to be gender specific. If one person in the relationship enters the relationship at a significantly higher level than another person and when the relationship is over, that playing field has kind of leveled out. Does the person who was at a higher level prior to the relationship get any credit for that or no? I mean, uh, I think so. What, what's the definition of credit? Uh, That's a good question. So mm-hmm. in terms of when you think about this, the person's life who's been elevated, is it right to kind of associate them with the person who elevated them even though they're no longer together? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think so. I mean, I think so. Like, even on a dead level, like, if somebody helping you out and elevating you in your life, then by all means, you should put that person on the pedestal and let them know that they are the reason why you got to where you are, period. So, I think that, what was you saying? I was gonna say you got you got such a personal connection to that though, Braylon. That it's and like you said from you said from on a dead level, but that's a hard perspective for quote unquote dead people to have to be able to see that. But not really though, like because I mean, I'm bringing me and Dre into it. Like when me and him met, like I have my own apartment and my own place and stuff like that. But like I was struggling real bad, and then he came in my life and like really like helped me elevate to. A next level financially, emotionally, all of that. And I I did hit a point in our relationship where like I was Krishan and I was like feeling like I deserved more. I needed more and more and more. I should have got better than what he already was doing for me. Instead of being humble and realizing, like, you know, he has done a lot for me that somebody else probably wouldn't be doing. But in my head, and me and Krishan are both Pisces, so like I'd be Understanding where she'd be coming from because I could put myself in my older mindset. And 
I just feel like Krishan, she knows that she's divine. She knows that she has a path, you know what I'm saying? But she's not trying to give Blueface the credit of helping her walk the path that she's on. And I definitely had a point in my life where I was living like that too, where I just was like, well, this is all me. I'm propelling all of this. But the whole time, if it wasn't for my man helping me propel everything that I got, I probably wouldn't have got to where I am. So I think females in general, we just kind of have this mindset of where like a man, we make the man, the man don't make us. And we have to get into a mindset that we make each other. <laughs> like it's a two-way street. The man make the woman and the woman make the man, period. Well, I was going to ask you, Bray, to kind of try to put yourself back into that into that mindset that where you were, where you were kind of like, I deserve more, I should be getting more. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, um, basically just why is that? Like, why is it mm-hmm. kind of hard for women to kind of see all that the man is doing or has done for them, in your opinion, of course? Why do you feel like it's kind of... I mean, of, I think it, the woman now because Social media takes a real big part in it and just Hollywood shit. Like we see girls getting taken out, getting spoiled, wine and dine, this and that, like all of this shit, like that's the type of shit that we're looking for. So when we're not getting those things that we're seeing other people get, it makes us not really look at what we do have and the things that we, we are receiving. And I can say that like I see I mean, I'm a Pisces too, so like I'm just real big on like emotional stuff, like romance and stuff like that. My man's Sagittarius, so he's very, like, fiery. He's not really into that type of stuff. So in my head, I'm like, well, shit, if you ain't gonna do it, somebody else will. Period. But that's just me knowing what I deserve and knowing that I can get whatever I want. And if he wasn't willing to give that to me, then I felt like somebody else could give that to me. I'm not the only person on the planet that can give me what I want. That's how I was thinking. All right, so in uh, Blueface and the girl, uh, what's her name, Krishan? In their situation, was she was she saying like, like to me, I felt like she wasn't saying that he doesn't he doesn't get any credit. I think she was saying the whole part of it is not because of him. It's not all him because she had to do something too still in God God too. So is that what she was saying, or was like she just saying like it, it wasn't Blueface at all? It was God. I mean, I think that Blueface was very much power system, for sure. Like, the whole background of that isn't, the whole background of the episode is important of the energy, you know, that was happening during that exchange of words that we just heard. But besides the fact of that, Krishan, she always would give Blueface his credit. It's not until she gets shit on that she's switching. And she's like, well, nigga, give me all the money that I made because. The fuck you wouldn't have all that money if I wouldn't have helped you with it. But Blueface perspective, he like, well, you wouldn't have had no motherfucking money if I wouldn't have even put you on a platform or a pedestal to make money, bitch. So yeah, no, you're not getting shit from me because apparently she was giving him all of the money. All the money they were making, it was going into his uh, account. Right. So now that they're splitting up and breaking up and stuff, now she's like, well, nigga, I want my ends. Give me my bread. And he's like, bitch, I'm not giving you shit. Now you got your name, you got your platform, go make your own money. That's the context of the conversation for real for real. All right. Yeah. All right. So at level she took, she just took an L. But uh in uh 
on the literally on the topic of what what's the what what was the main topic again? Should should uh, the women get credit for the for the men? Mm-hmm. What it is? What or it like is? just the person the person who's like more elevated should they get the credit if the relationship ends? I mean, I, at the end of the day, it is what it is though. Like credit is credit. Like credit schmedic. I feel like it really it don't really hold no weight in right the things. Mm-hmm. I hate that it ended up being us three and none of the ignorance. Yes, what is Greg? What is Greg? When we we just go talk in circles about how this is some a dead ass topic. But I'm happy that you're here, Bray, because now we can get into some other shit. I, I wish I would. I form. I wish I would have formulated a list of shit that we talk about on this pod that we're supposed to get a mm-hmm. woman's perspective on that we never do. So well, just let spirit guide you. Sometimes it's best when you just go for it and don't even have no plan. Nah, it be fucked up because shit get real misogynistic on the one mic pod, and I'll be feeling bad. These niggas are some coons. I mean, you gotta have the woman's perspective here and there, especially on an all men podcast. Nobody want to hear men all the time. We're sick of hearing y'all. To be honest, what you mean we in tune with our feminine side though? So we, you know, you feel I love we... to hear it. I'll be checking out those podcasts sometimes when I'm at work. I'll be listening. I'll be weak. Y'all playing, but y'all be talking about sports and shit. I don't know nothing about that. That's why I tried to mix it up, but you see, you see what happened when we try to mix up the topics. Niggas don't. Niggas only don't wanna, they want to stay in their comfort zone, man. Niggas is niggas, man. And they, we, niggas and is niggas. We have one in particular. He is a he man, woman hater. So mm-hmm. that's why we needed him on, so we could see. But I, honestly, I think he was on our side too. When he was yeah, he already him. said he was. So yeah, it wouldn't even been no argument or debate. But the reason why I felt like it was such a good topic when I first seen it is because I see that kind of sentiment all the time, bro, where it's like, all right, now that we not close no more or whatever, it's, I did this all by myself. Like, how? Like, I just wanted to try to dig into some, like, how can you even have that kind of mentality? Like you said, bro, it is what it is. Like, how can you even deny that, for example, Blueface gave Krishan a platform? Like, how could that ever even be debated? But I don't think that's what she was doing at all. It, like, like it was I don't until... got the full context of the clip, so I'll right. with that part. But it wasn't. I'm, I'm. You don't even gotta see it. It's so easy to explain. Like I already said. Like yeah, you already you already explained it. Yeah, they like it's just it's the, the point yeah. is that Blueface was pretty much like, "Bitch, I'm shitting on you because you pretty much you fraud you fraudulently had me thinking something of you. Now I know the truth about you, so now I'm about to shit on you." And Krishan, she like, well, shit, it's over. I want my money. But for me, it's like he should have been smart. Period. That's what he said. He, oh, uh, what's the what's the other guy's name on here? Chris. Cal or Ford, whatever you want to call him. Huh? Cal Four? or Ford. Oh yeah, he. Yeah, he was saying that. Like, I lost my trade of thought because I was trying to figure out your name. It's fine. Sorry, but you good. So I just stepped away. I'm on back. I'm back over on y'all boys. Now she was saying that Blueface was kind of shit. Like his whole point in that clip was to shit on Krishan because she was exactly there. They was kind of it was it was one of those kind of arguments where y'all going back <laughs> right, and forth, y'all just like, shit on each other. 
Um, but like, exactly. I, like I was telling you before, before uh, the pod, but like this, this I'm not gonna say this topic played out, but it, it is played out because it still fall under the the umbrella of women needing a man. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what what it, what it still feel like to me. And I mean, clearly, women they need a man, and man need a woman. Exactly. So I mean, it, it goes both thing. ways, right? The law of gender, you know, like mm-hmm. we need the masculine and the feminine. You need positive. You need negative. And, exactly. and, and, and so, like yin and yang, it's it's, it's been around for forever. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like the topic itself. Just kind of it's not. Me. That's I don't. It's not specific to men and women. It's about. It, it, it's it, about I was gonna say that too. I was gonna say that too because mm-hmm. I was saying like you could see, a lot of time when rappers break up, they be like they'll be like oh I put him on, mm-hmm. and, and they be like no I did this on my own. So it was like this 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 go around all the time. But I feel like if all intentions are genuine, if shit ends, then why is that even the thing? You know, like we was in a relationship. I did what I did for you because I love you and I rock with you. If we're not together no more, whatever. But why do I have to be shitting on you because we're not together no more? That's lame. Very, extremely lame. Like that, super yeah, lame. Yeah. I was but you know, say that shit is why? Why? Why is credit a thing that matters? Yeah, I wouldn't say credit matters, but it's like I want you should. I can't say I want, but the acknowledgement aspect. You're going to acknowledge the fact that I helped you get to where you are. And if not, mm-hmm. then what does that say about your character? Like, like why the person and not shit on you for not saying that I put you on, basically? Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody is flat out saying, nigga, you didn't do shit for me, when you know you did everything for him, okay, yeah, shit on him, because nigga, no, don't try to play me like that. That's different. But like Sean and Blueface, like it wasn't like that. Like Krishan, she was being pretty much to sum it up, lie detector test happened, Krishan got exposed for cheating while she was pregnant, all different types of shit. That's the background. Damn. That. Yeah, that's what happened. That's the big boom thing that changed everything for Blueface. She literally lied of the fucking lie detector test. Said she never ate pussy. Said she never had no threesome. All this types of lies, 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 lies. Just lying, 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 lying. So by the end of it, Blueface was like, "You lying bitch. Like you're a liar. You've been lying to me this whole time." And she was still just acting stupid, just acting, you know, doing female shit, trying to laugh it off, trying to deflect it, not trying to take it serious and shit like that in the car. Like, babe, why are you acting like that? You being weird. Like, like. And the whole time, Blueface is really salty as fuck. Like, bitch, you been lying to me, cheating on me when you pregnant? And you and she cheated on him during the timeline where she conceived the baby. So, like, if this, he, like, the baby can't even possibly be mine because you've been cheating, you fucking right? Like, he just been, he was on bullshit with her, pretty much. So, by the time we get to that scene where they're in the house, going back and forth, Blueface is shitting on her because Krishan is like, okay, well, you don't want to be with me, so give me some money. And then we get back. And he's like, bitch, I'm not giving you no money. You got your name. You big Krishan now. Go make your own money. Under your own platform, under yourself. My be y'all, I had to go get the baby. So, as a woman who's been pregnant, Berlin, 
How do you feel mm-hmm. about that aspect of it? Of bitch, I'm not helping you. But she had enough clout and whatever to sustain on her own. I mean, I feel like especially the the aspect of it being his baby, like that's lame, like I mean, but at this point in the show, the DNA hadn't gotten back, so he wasn't he didn't even know if it was his baby. So I really can't even say that for them. But just for me, I feel like Krishan, like it definitely changed my perspective on Krishan because I've always been team Krishan. Like that's my bitch. I love her. But seeing how she was acting and just seeing this split, this switch with her, like we all see her on the internet trying to close Blueface and everybody just dogging Blueface out. But then now I see the other side of seeing Blueface perspective and seeing her lying and seeing her trying to act like a fucking idiot when she literally got caught up in some bullshit. And now I see why he been shitting on her the way that he has. Right, to see the other side so, of the coin. Exactly. Because <laughs> that was a thing for a little minute. Like, oh, damn, Sean need to just leave Blue. Like, right. she's going back. Like, what the Right, she's she getting all uh, Cardi B and Glorilla and Erica Badu. Talk about she putting Buju on him, all different types of shit. You know what I'm saying? But we're not even <laughs> seeing <laughs> We're not getting this perspective of Blueface getting lied to with literally her fucking niggas while she's pregnant with supposedly his baby. Like, I'd be sweaty as fuck too. Like, bitch, get a fuck off my face. You fucking rat. So, yeah, I feel him. Like, this, this, is, this is a couple that, that should not be in the line. Like, I totally but no, no, no! I'm not gonna say that because Blueface earned the right to be here because that nigga created the content, man. This nigga low key burst Zeus Network with that Blueface Bad Girls Club shit, man. Mm-hmm. Zeus, I thought Zeus was around before that with all them. It was uh, around, but it ain't start popping off until Krishan got over there. You might no, be right, for, but I don't know. That's, to me, that's really awesome, so I wouldn't know. I, I don't really hear nothing about it, Chris. You the only person I know bring up Zeus in in my group of friends. <laughs> and then I work with old people, so you know they down, so I ain't finna bring up no Zeus. At all. No boys be watching Charleston White. Them folk, first off, let me tell you about my, my co-worker. That boy like 58. That boy in the he don't know nothing about Waffle House. That boy in, the, in at work watching Waffle House fights. What? Yes, man. Yes, man. <laughs> that boy in the, losing his mind. Look at this. He, he back there cracking up. Cow, come look at this. I'm like, you think I never seen this before? Please man, tell 58. Me right. <laughs> Please don't say he's white. No, that boy black. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But see, I told you, they, they black, but they don't even know about old 70s stuff. Like, I had to show him, like, some old 70s movies and stuff. I'm like, how the hell you don't know this? He said he's 58? That boy 58, man. Is he from, he's been in Arizona his whole life? He from the West Coast. I don't think he's from Arizona. He might be from Vegas. Oh, no, not Vegas, uh, Oakland. I think he might be from what Oakland. What movie you had to show this nigga? Coolie High. I get, that's the East Coast ass movie. I, I will say that. I will say that. That's the Cooley, East Coast. I think I'm talking about Cooley High and uh damn. And shit, Cooley High probably came out by the time he was grown and over the No, movie. Cooley High came out what? Seventy like the 80s, 70, 70, 74? What? Cooley High came out of the Cooley Cooley High old as hell. You smoke crack, but no. Cooley High. Cooley High, you, you, know you, <laughs> you know the person who played uh Joe Jackson Daddy? And no. I said Joe Jackson Daddy. Who played Joe Jackson in uh the Michael Jackson thing? Oh, yes. He was a child in that. Well, he, no, he was in high school in that. He... Uh, right, right. Bro, 
Is Cooley High the one where you told him to jump off the roof because he smoked crack or no? No, that's <laughs> that's lean on me. That came out oh, like Damn, I, I can't even tell you shit about Cooley High, then, because I always thought that was Cooley High. Every time I heard Cooley High, I associated no. with that. No, Cooley High old, way older the movie than that. Got that, got that about like ten years. But it's like oh, I don't know, be, like certain little stuff I be saying to them, and they be like, "What? What's that?" Just like, "Yo, y'all ain't black." But then again, I don't know. I guess it's, it's you can't say certain things belong to a black person because there's so many different type of black people. What we do on the south, what we do on the east, north, wherever, you know, it's all different. But it's some shit that's cultural. But I won't say fucking. I don't know, cause I I I would have thought for a fact almost every kid in our generation would have seen Friday. But that girl on with Cameron and them has not. So she not in our generation. She she was born in two thousands. Two thousand or the two thousands. The 2000s, she just graduated from high school. So, what? I mean, I'm in high school. She just graduated from college. So, 21 years ago, that's 2000, what? Two? She either born in 2002 or 2001. I want to say that's our generation. Shout out, Sad Baby, man. You see the, uh, you see the niggas sit down they did at the, at that little shit in Miami? Yeah, I seen it. Well, uh, they kept calling. Uh, all the people kept saying he need to play charms. Yeah, yeah. yeah I seen it. The boys, they need to do something for real. But uh, speaking of them boys, you know, you you been hearing them keep saying the thing about token token black people on ESPN. Yeah. Or on these sports shows, I don't think they understand what token means. If like they kept saying, what's that girl name? Uh, what's the black girl? Michaela, Michaela the light skinned girl who be with Kendrick Perkins now. Oh. On NBA Today. Yeah, Malika Andrews. How how can any one of them be a token character if everybody if on that everybody show is black? black. <laughs> I've been I've been trying to like wrap this in my head, or even like on um Undisputed. How is Shannon a token person That's when there's only two people on the show? Because he's using Shannon will be a token because he's using the black man to bring in more of a black audience by doing some overly black shit. But I don't think that's necessarily a token. I feel like token is you put a black person in the show just to just to have a black person in there. So that's not <laughs> you like like that, on like on South Park. Like token is literally in the show because he is black. Just to be black. Just that's to have called a black being person. the coon, but I feel like being now I was gonna say a prerequisite to being the coon is being the token, but not necessarily. Cause like you said, just a token is just a, a nigga that's a nigga in the midst of all whites, period. Yeah. That's why I don't think I feel like it got to be a certain amount, a number of people to be a token. But speaking, but you, 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 yeah, you, you know enough about news to know that it ain't really only two people on the set. We don't know. If yeah, else I mean, yo, right. the people behind the scenes too. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think they be counting all the time. I feel like, like I, I say if so, main newscasts got two anchors. If only one anchor is black, everybody else in there is white. I say he a token. All the producers white, co-anchor white, and he the only black anchor. Yeah, yeah. In the work, in the workplace, yes. But I feel like on TV wise, though, like when you looking at it, I don't think it's like that. But it, like if you work in that business and you in that in the room with them folks, you know he a token. But I won't. I won't even speaking about. I won't even caring about the token thing. I was mainly speaking about uh, the boy taking his job, uh, Richard Sherman. How you think that thing going? How you think it's gonna pan out? I think it's too late, man. 
I think people don't care enough about Sherman no more. If he would have did this, if it would have happened sooner after he retired, then it would have made more sense. But I mean, it's not like they gonna take the numbers or nothing like that. Like they still gonna do. It ain't gonna be too much worse numbers than it was when Shannon was there. But it's like I can't. Oh, I, I haven't seen enough of Richard Sherman for me to know how it's gonna go all the way. But I I can't really see it getting. I don't know. I I I'll see undisputed being canceled in two years. Rather than it being bigger than it ever was in two years. Yeah, I, like I said, I've been stopped watching debate shows because I'm not gonna sit there and listen to people talking circles. Uh, Bruh, oh my god, I didn't mean to cut you off, but nigga, I had to watch ESPN for the first time in a little minute yesterday because that James Harden shit. So I just wanted to see what they're saying about it. Yeah, Bruh, First off, they had the B team on, which I. I was like, I'm gonna let it rock because ain't nothing. I ain't, I ain't doing nothing else anyway. But I should have just cut it off when I seen they have Stephen A. on there, uh-huh. nigga. They get to the James Harden topic, and it's three white women and somebody else, and I can't even. I, I forget what the fuck. I wish I, I wish I would have wrote it down, but that one of them bitches said something so egregious, and I'm gonna find it because I'm, I'm about to go back and watch the episode when I'm done with this pod. <laughs> I'm going to find it and tell you exactly what that bitch said just so you, you know, nigga. But it was like, <laughs> nigga, it was so egregious. It was obvious this bitch didn't have no back. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what it was. They had, nigga, Marcus Spears, the the black girl that be the backup host when, uh, when Molly not there. Uh-huh. And then two white women. You talking about, hold on, the black girl? You talking about the girl got the shortcut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two white women. Talking about the James Harden shit. Nigga, Marcus Spears, you know Marcus Spears, NFL analyst, right? Yeah, he don't know nothing about no basketball for real, so, for real like that. He say his piece, he just speaking in general, like, oh, if Daryl Morey made him a promise, he need to keep his word, like saying shit like that. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, he get to the white girls. One of them is blatantly reading off a piece of paper, bro. Like she can't tell you what's what. She um I think she was talking about Harden's lack of ability as a playmaker, and she brought up how he averaged. Um, I think she she brought up his turnovers or something like that, but didn't bring up his assists. And I was like, "How are you? How are you calling this man? Like, how are you dissecting his game? And it's obvious you haven't watched him play. Like, she was literally just going off of the stats, like just looking at it, like, yeah, he wants this much, blah blah blah, but." He averaged four turnovers last year. Like, ain't he led the league in assists? Yes, that's what made. I literally cut it off, bro. Like, that's the that might be the first time in years where something on TV just made me straight cut that. My boy Rage quit the TV. Yes, like, bro. Like, <laughs> bitch, what are you even saying right now? Like, I couldn't believe it, but it made me realize, them niggas just cut all that staff, man, and they, and they just okay. fake. They don't got no B team no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got a random white bitch. I, like I never seen it. I never seen this bitch a day in my life. Why is she discussing some breaking news like this on y'all's biggest program? Like, but I get it because it was the B team. They had, and I seen they had Stephen A on today. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what he had to say about it today. But mm. it, that shit is just funny. Like, God damn, this bitch did not know what she was talking about. Like, she literally uh-huh. did not know what she was talking about. I'm telling you on YouTube. If ESPN or Fox Sports come up, I put not interested, not interested, and do not, do not uh, recommend, recommend this video. Yo, 
I do it all the time. I do not be wanting to see none of them folks. I'll be having to do that for the shit. I'll be making it onto my uh my conscious YouTube channel where I'll be watching all my lectures. Yeah. It'd be random little bullshit that be filtering through because I'll be clicking links and then take it to it. And when I'm on that profile, I'm like, God damn it, get it out of here. I be my my thing be looking so crazy. Next one one video, you will see a whole bunch of uh conscious people talking. And next row, hella food, hella food. Like first off, I'm I look up mainly food that that's I can cook that'll be like that'll fit what I'm what, what I'm eating my diet. So them boys be putting ribs, chicken. I be like, God, what? Why? Why gumbo? All the stuff I used to look at. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't really be blame them because I mean, all they see is that I'm, I'm looking at cooking videos, so they just keep showing me cooking stuff. But I'm like, God damn it, boy! I just, I just got over this. I, I'm literally, I'm to the point where I think I can go forever without eating, uh, chicken and all that stuff. I am, I am at that point. Where I'm I think I'm where, where you at on the vegetarianism? So have you, have you been just straight vegetarian? I, I had, I had a tuna fish sandwich. At, at work, do y'all eat tuna, man? Tuna is the first. It's the only. It was the only fish, fish thing they had. I, I ain't want to eat no chicken or nothing. I ain't want to eat none of that. But my my boss, they kind of, I they send my pressure meat into order or something. Cause I told them, I said I don't need nothing. I could just, I could just sit, chill, while cause we had training over the weekend and during the training they fed us, you know. So anytime the company get a chance to. uh Anytime my and anytime my manager get a chance to buy us lunch off my company bill, she is gonna buy it. So she was like, "Come on, Calvin, you gotta get something. You gotta get something." I'm like, "Man, I don't want this." I was like, "No, I'm gonna just grab it." So I got like a little tuna fish sandwich. But outside of that, I ain't I ain't been eating fish. I only eat what I cook. Like this, like Monday, I just finished eating the rest of what I made. But I made like I really just like I cook some potatoes. Like I, I fried them, like air fried the potatoes, cut them up, air fried them, and then I'm I cooked, I sauteed some uh, uh what are things called, some celery, some onions, some uh, but it's a whole bunch of like ve- uh vegetables like bell peppers and all that stuff. I got some brown rice mixed that together, and I was just eating that for the for this week. I mean, I'm eating more to just get full, not to for the taste. Even though the taste still tastes good, but you know. I ain't, I ain't trying to force myself to eat. I only eat when I need to eat. Cause last month, well, I've been eating. I was eating garbage. I wasn't eating bad, as in like I was eating meat and a whole bunch of grease and stuff. But I was eating hella chips, like them chips I showed y'all. I've been eating them, them, them. Uh, I think they like they the kettle brand chips, but they the honey, they the honey mustard ones. I was like, oh, oh, hold on, but I get two big bags of them. It's like nine dollars. I eat them all in one day. Wonder why my gut bloated. <laughs> Wonder why I didn't gain three pounds in a month. I'm like, God damn! Like I had, I had, you know, I had lost like 19 that first month. You know, I came back to the scale. I, I had got down to 270, I think 271. I got on the scale a couple of weeks ago, and I was uh 275. I was like, yeah, I got, I got to stop. I got to stop this. I can, I done got back in the gym this week. I don't went twice, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna try to go four, four times a week. That's the plan. Bro, we just started meal prepping. Nigga, I went. So, remember, we had to go 30 pounds before the kids was born or whatever, nigga. Yeah. I probably got almost to exactly 30 because I don't want to say I was at 279 at a point because I probably started 
lighter than that. Mm-hmm. But nigga, my lowest weight that I had, nigga, my lowest shit, I was 260 my freshman year of high school. So I got down to 249, nigga. That's the lowest I literally been since middle school. Yo. And then, nigga, my grandma died, bro. I got on the scale for the first time. I think it was either last week or the week before. I'm right back 270. I was like, bro, God damn it. Oh, I, I I have finally because since basically since I've been in high school, well, really not. When I was in high school, I was always two sixty, pretty much two sixty the whole time. And then when I got out of high school, in between graduating and going to film, I got up to three hundred because I started smoking weed. Used to go to IHOP every night. It was it was crazy. It was hectic. Yeah, but a lot of eating and being lazy. with it like that, like. It, it's not nothing for me to lose 20 pounds or gain 20 pounds. So my whole time at film, like, I would float between, like, 260 and 290. And pretty much 275 would be, like, my little immediate, like, would be my walk around with, like, my little average bird every. And then once I graduated, I kind of got it. I was back into, like, 280, 270 as opposed to 260, 290. It was a little bit higher. But I don't even know what I'm saying. But nigga, all I know is I finally got that shit to the point where instead of floating around 270, I was floating around 260. Yeah. And that and I got down to 249 from that. And now I'm right back up to 270. So I gotta get back right, man. Yeah, this this month has been uh I wouldn't say that hard because this month my first time truly going dairy free, because I was still eating cookies that was made with, you know, milk in it. But now, this whole month, I have not eaten a cookie. I made cookies myself, like some vegan cookies. But not even. I made, like, they was like cookie, frozen cookie bars. How you make a vegan cookie? Kaboom. Basically, you just don't use no eggs or no, whatchamacallit. So you still make the dough with no egg? How does that go? Look, boom. So look, break it down. You use some, you either use... Almond flour or oat flour. So you make that bomb, get syrup, get vanilla extract. Uh, what else going on? And you get coconut oil. You mix those together, bomb. That's your dough. And then you, if you want to add whatever, like you want to add peanut butter to it, chocolate chips, whatever, you add that. Boom, that's your, and that's your dough. So you can either cook it and it'll come out. But I was, I was freezing mine. So I just I made like bars. Like I did that and then I melted some chocolate and put it over the top of it. And then uh I just let it freeze and I was eating them. Yesterday last night I made some oatmeal bars. Like I got some oatmeal, some peanut butter, some bananas. Um what else I put in there? I think that was really it. Just some oatmeal, some oatmeal, some peanut butter, some bananas. Oh, and some honey. Uh, blend it that together. About oatmeal raisin cookie, but put that shit in your. I mean, put that shit in your cookie with a banana. That's disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful, man. Oatmeal and banana go together. Nigga, oatmeal and raisin go together, nigga. It do. It so I wasn't making cookies. No I'm not making. I was making more like a like a like a banana bread type thing, but okay. without the bread. So I put I put, I put it in the oven, baked that. I hated bananas all my life, but boy, I eat a banana nut muffin. Pause, pause, pause. 
But you said a muffin, so you ain't no pause on that. You don't need to have a pause on that. If you just said I eat a banana, banana monkey bread. As long as it don't nah, got the actual banana, going crazy. it's good. Banana bread be going crazy. Low key, I'll probably eat bananas more than I eat anything. Out of fruits. I tried to eat some blackberries the other day, but I was like, this is not how it was when I was a child. Yeah. This thing was disgusting. I just ate it. I just ate it because I didn't want to waste my money. <laughs> you should just threw them in a smoothie. I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. Damn. Like this morning, I, I, I had a. I just eat. I wake up. I try not to eat, but if I eat breakfast, I just eat some pineapples or watermelon. I get a big bowl of them. But Loki, that's why I can't wait to I move back to the East Coast. I know it ain't gonna be no time soon, but when I move back, I gotta be. I I want to move back to Florida or Georgia, where the agriculture is good, where I can get me some good fruit. But garbage. That's low key been on my mind heavy too. It's like, damn, if I finally get a job actually working at a news station, it's gonna open up the possibility for me to get back to Florida. Yeah, you can tra- you definitely gonna be able to transfer. But it, it all depends on how long you stay uh that's you're gonna be a news editor, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know I don't know how how, how often people tra- uh transfer from being a news editor to a producer. But I'm sure it's possible. All I gotta do is get my foot in that door. I'm gonna do whatever I want with it. Yeah, you know, you keep networking with folks. You know, you you know what to do. I ain't even gotta worry about it. Uh, You is out of all people is somebody we do not have to worry about getting getting right when they go somewhere. Don't handle the business how it's supposed to be. Of course, of course. This shit has been a long time coming, boy. It's so crazy for it to happen now. Out of all time, yeah, but hey, I guess it's it's that perfect time, right? Divine timing, but hey, right, I didn't. Oh my god, bro! So on top of this shit, so my mom's boyfriend, that nigga is a fucking bishop. So the fucking politicians and shit be trying to get his uh endorsement. Mm. So motherfucking nigga in the city. Basically got a, another job for me, so I was like, <laughs> my mom told me that today. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, make that shit. <laughs> Tell them to get that uh, shit lined up expeditiously. Uh, you'll see what that be about, boy. Yeah, because I, I was explaining to her like, I like my job right now. The only reason I want to leave is because it don't look like shit on my resume. So it's not necessarily the fact that I'm going to NBC why I'm leaving. It's more so the fact that it's some shit I could put on my resume for me to continue to elevate throughout my life versus if I just leave motherfucking get air on my resume for the next five years. Whenever I try to apply to somewhere else, they're going to be like, bro, like, nigga, you worked at a trampoline park for the last five years. Like, exactly. You don't got shit going for you. Unless, unless you was like, got into like a regional manager or something like that. You know, just being the manager at the one spot. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't the move. I've been looking at it as I gotta take a step back, take a step forward. But shit, with this uh, if this little politician politician shit come through, I wouldn't even have to take a step back. I tell NBC, <laughs> not yet, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Most definitely, and, you, and and working with that, you could probably right. It's that so much shit. I could branch out and do. I could probably just fuck around start doing station. PR shit from that because I've been thinking about going back to film. 
and getting a master's in PR because I want I was yeah. supposed to minor in PR, but I just never did it. Like I never declared a minor because <laughs> I was just nigga. You might as well go on, just go find a uh, what you call it, like one of them online ones and try to do it. Cause them boys like like I was telling like I was telling Tim, high key as long as you got a master's, it really don't matter. Right, what you got as it. long as you got the credential. Because a lot of people, because a lot of people like my sister, she got a master's from some the most unknown school and known known to man. I gotta look it up. Hold on, she sent it to me. Uh, she got it from Regent University. I have never heard of that in my life. That's it. It's in Virginia Beach, VA. So, like, I ain't, I ain't never, I ain't never heard of that. Yeah, like, man. Just find something online, just in your spare time, knock them things out. I just, I, I can't find them going to school again. Me either. I was, I was thinking, I was thinking about going back. So, like, Nate, Nate Ben said she wanted to get her master's. I was like, yeah, you can do that, but I'm never going back. With <laughs> I told my grandma that all the time. She like, I think you could be a professor. I think not. <laughs> I think uh, I don't want to be that. But I, I wouldn't mind teaching high school kids. Like, if I could teach them how to do a newscast, I wouldn't mind doing that at a school. But I got to still learn most stuff, too, because I got to get deep into the switchboard. Like, luckily, once I got out, we got into automation, so I don't really have to deal with the switchboard. But this weekend, let me know. I need to learn way more about the switchboard. Like, because, like, my people at my job, they be freelancing and stuff. Like, cause soon, pretty soon, I'm gonna probably do some camera work for the Cardinals Arena. Cause uh, this lady at my job, this girl at my job, she she work out there. She was like, okay, I'm gonna give them your information so you can come out there. But she direct, which was what I want to do. She direct, she directed the last preseason game, they preseason game last week. And nah, like, it, that's talking, a whole broadcast. That shit need more. Yeah. Damn. That, yeah. Oh my goodness. And but and at the same time, she ain't do it like the national one. She she directed everything you see in the stadium. Mm. And then you know, uh, the TV networks they come and they plug in they and from they come in their trucks and plug in and do everything. So it'd be like two separate broadcasts. But either way, that's I, well, still a whole aspect of the profession me? that I ain't even think about. Exactly. So like I've been thinking about trying to do that, but I, like I gotta learn how to use the switchboard by so I need to learn how to build boxes, build graphics. And everything in the switchboard. I could do the basics. I know the basics, but it's still more, you know, I gotta get in depth with. So like I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. But uh eventually I'm gonna just start like branching out, trying to figure out how to how I could go back to the old school directing, because that's what's really in it, like outside of news. You gotta you gotta know how to write, work that switchboard. Damn. Niggas really graduated 2019, man. That is about to be five years. Yeah. Literally. I'm two kids in. But I know we ain't, I know we ain't think it was like this when we was uh, in school. We didn't think life was going to be like this. Having children already. Well, low-key, I wanted to. Well, this is, time I I was 27. Like, this is right around the age, but it just happened so damn quick, boy. Yeah. You should sneak up on you, niggas. It's twenty six. So fast, time moves so fast. Like, like you got four, four, five years ago. No, yeah, four years ago. Me three. I feel like I done did so much in that three years. It's crazy, nigga. You have. I done did so damn much, boy. 
end up in this doggone car. I say, nigga, you done moved across the country, literally. <laughs> but shit, I'm I'm talking about you, shit. I, right after, well, not right after, nigga. We I graduated in May. I was well, drove from with fucking. Pete, Pete I drove boy? from Ohio to Iowa, <laughs> and fucking what was that? October. Working with that boy, Buddha Judge. Yeah. With no license at that too. <laughs> Ohio to Iowa and back. No license. Well, we on that topic. I just want to say shout out to Detroit, man. I got the cheapest ticket in my life there. $45. That's how I felt when I got my ticket. Uh, I got a ticket in Mexico. Not Mexico. What's the state that's below me? New Mexico? Yeah, probably New Mexico. Yeah, I got a ticket in New Mexico. I take it with $67. I said, boy, you ain't got to worry about that. That's getting paid. Exactly. That is getting paid. First off, I feel like he, he like he was petty anyway. I was only going like seven to eight miles over the speed limit, and I was riding right beside that boy. So clearly, you <laughs> was speeding too. So when did he pull you over? Did he slow down or pull you? Yeah, over? he slowed down. He slowed down. Got behind me. He he slowed down. Got behind like two cars that was behind me, and then then like he swerved. He came back up and got me. That nigga, bro, I would have been pissed, even though it was only sixty-seven. Then he took a, then he took a long time talking about, oh, your license say that it's that it expired in uh, what you call it? I was like, that is not what that say, boy. Like hell no, but my thing, I literally just renewed. It. I had literally just renewed it before I left, so I had renewed it in April, and it was May. He's like, this thing says it expired in August. Like, do you see what year, what month that say, fool? It ain't expired yet. Well, he was taking a long time. He took him like 20, 30 minutes to give me that ticket. The worst at me. I had to get out the car, walk to walk, walk with him to his car. For what? Man, look here. If I could tell you, I would. But I was talking the whole time. So, like, I was like, it was calm. Like, it was a calm situation. He was just taking forever. Like, he was cool. He was cool. It looked like he was scared, though. But, like, once I started breaking down, why I had so much stuff in the car? Because literally, I was driving from Tallahassee. So I break it down. Yeah, I'm gonna. I got a new job. And like, you know, okay, that's cool. That was up. So he was like trying to show love, but he ain't show enough love to say the right, ticket. Man. Give you a fucking warning when he right there with you. It's yeah, it's dirty gang. I think I got a ticket every day. <laughs> I drove. I drove from from uh, what you call it from Tallahassee. Nigga ran up the numbers. <laughs> I ain't paid. I ain't paid. I only paid one, that cheap one. That boy got warrants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those funny. I was getting, I was getting my insurance. I was getting my insurance in seven states. I was getting my insurance. Was like, uh, uh, what's this about your license being suspended? And so I was like, boy, my license ain't suspended. You're like, okay, it must be a mistake. That boy, let boy, let me rock. They let me rock. I think I think it's because sometimes my mama be paying them and just don't be telling me because they be sending them straight. Oh yeah, because they do go to your home address. So, Shit, that's on your fucking ID. I know she I know she paid two of them for me because I don't be paying them. I'm like, man, I'm boy, come get me, catch me if you can. Yeah, until your ass got to make that drive back, boy. Yeah, that's gonna be a deadly one right there, boy. Well, you just gotta run up the rack so that way you can just ship everything. Including the car. I'm you, once that money, once that money don't come, I don't know when it's coming, but I'm telling you, man, everybody getting six mil. 
Everybody getting six million y'all boys. That's sixty years. You better use it wisely. I'm putting on, I'm putting everybody on. If you in that picture, we took out the baby shower, six mil off top. Six million, yo. Six mil, man. My mama and them, they could get like four. You know what I'm doing with my you give me six million, sixty thousand, I'm throwing in the water. One percent, you gotta pay that tide. Give it back. Who are you giving it to? Give it back. It's gonna find Who the right hand. You ain't doing nothing. Feeding the fishes. Them boys gonna be eating. K all hundreds. Spreading it on the beach. Yeah, you could put it on the beach, like in the dirt, so some people can pick it up. But throw it in I'm the water. Try to make it look like it washed up on the shore. Man, them folks, it's gonna. They're gonna have them cameras. They're gonna know. No, no, no. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put that shit in fucking Ziploc bags by the thousand. Just drive on the freeway, throw it out. Boom. Boom. I'm going to be out there trying to change the homeless people's lives. I know it might be a failure, but I got to try. I feel like you give a homeless Bro, you want to know what's crazy? Like, and this probably going to sound like some bullshit, but I promise you it's not. Ever since I was a kid, bro, I had the idea of, nigga, if I ever get rich, I'm going to just buy a mansion and just let homeless people live in that shit. I'm going to stock it with clothes every once in a while. But as I got older, the idea kind of dissipated because I started to see that, like, homeless people was homeless for a reason type thing. Where it's like, damn, like, it's it's funny how that's always been something that I wanted to do, just in terms of helping out the homeless motherfuckers. And now that I'm older, I hardly even give money to the people that be begging now because I feel like that shit is a job now, bro. It's so many, but at the same time, Niggas is fucking, it might just be that many more people out here that's fucked up like that. But I feel like niggas seen that niggas is out here getting money from that. And now they just go out there and make a sign and be out there, bro. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like what I'm seeing in my city in particular. But, mm. I mean, I'm not the one to judge. I mean, nigga, if a nigga is homeless, they got to get it how they live. But no. I feel like the people that's not homeless that's really out there doing that shit, bro. And that's, I don't know. I definitely want to, if I get rich. I need to build public bathhouses for these homeless people because, boy. Take a damn bath. Come on, man. I got some soap in here for you, man. Come on, man. I ain't even yeah. going to say it. I was going to... Well, I'm going to say this part, but I'm not going to say what I was going to say. For every positive that you could think of, it's, it's going to be a negative. So, yep. for the public bathrooms for the homeless, you know you're going to get the teens in there fucking. Sadly, you know I can live with that though as long as the homeless people out there getting clean, man. I say I buy a mansion for the fucking homeless. That shit gonna come turn into a meth house. Yeah, I'm about to say them boys gonna <laughs> gonna trap that thing out, boy. Come on, come on, come on, man! It's free. It's free. We good. Turn the light Where on. Where you want to know the craziest part? Anytime you see a motherfucking crack house or like one of those spots in the shows or the movies where all the crackheads is convening, say that shit don't got hella rooms. It boy be it be like a solid eight rooms in that house. Is that not like, a mansion? That is them be some big houses. Them be some big two story houses, boy. Is that not a mansion, nigga? Your shit got more than five rooms. That's a man. Damn, well, nah, I ain't gonna say five rooms because four. I feel like four rooms is the standard middle class house. Yeah. Like once niggas make it, get a job, a family, a car, a wife, a dog, 
you get a four bedroom house type shit. Once you go above four bedrooms, you 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 dipping in the waters, boy. <laughs> you, Cause nigga, four bedrooms, bro. That's a lot, bro. That is a lot. No matter how many kids, cause nigga, my grandma had fourteen kids. I think most kids in the house at one time was like ten or eleven at one time in the house, or nine or ten at one time in the house. And I think they had three bedrooms and a basement was the most they had. And you know, one of the bedrooms is for the adults. So, yeah. really, two bedrooms in the basement for motherfucking 10 motherfuckers. So, four bedrooms by that math, nigga. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother 10 kids. That could... <laughs> God damn, man. R.I.P. Paula. Shit. Damn. Four bedrooms, that is a lot of rooms. I wish we had four bedrooms. If we had four bedrooms, all of us could have had a room. In my that's house, what I'm except, saying. Like four bedrooms you live in luck. Like it's hardly luxury, but you know you're not it's nowhere near struggle, boy. Yeah. I can't say it's hardly luxury, because nigga, for that that's a lot. Four bedrooms, let alone anything mm. else. Yeah, and a lot with a lot of houses kind of be having four bedrooms, but they be turning one bedroom to like an office. But that's why I said four bedrooms is the standard for a motherfucking. Yeah. It's the standard middle class house. Four rooms, four separate rooms, mm-hmm. and then you got your living room, your dining room, and a, uh in the kitchen area and all that. Then you either got the den or the basement. Yeah. And then that's why I said you go above four rooms, nigga. Your ass, you getting into that shit, boy. Might be inching. Well, shit. In this climate, you definitely inching toward the millions. You go above four rooms because shit. Motherfucking three bedrooms right now is going for like 250, 260 in Columbus. And Columbus used to be an easy housing market, bro. Like, nigga, my uncle's first apartment in fucking 2014, I think this is 2014 or 2013. That nigga's rent was 400 a month, bro, for a Ooh. two bedroom with a patio. Oh my God. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. If you had that boy, thirty-eight thousand would be nothing, man. <laughs> Four hundred dollars—that's low key. That's what I wish when I when I uh, graduated high school that I stayed living in a uh, with roommates. Cause when I moved, assuming that Keisha was gonna get out the military early, psych, she stayed a whole another another year. So I was like, man, I could have just stayed with my roommates. Stayed I was still up. staying at our Palm too, so my rent was four hundred dollars. So I would have been bringing, I would have been making like two thousand dollars a month, rent only four hundred dollars. My car, my car stuff was only like seven hundred dollars altogether. So I pocket in a thousand dollars every month. Like, but who think about that when you're young? The first thing you do, right. oh, I got, I want, I want my own spot. Me and my you own said place. you used to order bazooki every night. Literally every night, man. Nigga wasting twenty bazooki and getting a whole. A whole pint of ice cream. A whole no. I think it was like. Well, you court, only. I feel like you only cream. get the ice cream so you can get the free delivery. I give you the benefit of the doubt. But I think it was like twenty one dollars. There wasn't nothing free about that. But that's what I'm saying though. But I used to do the, I used to do something similar. I can't tell you exactly what it was, but nigga, I wanted one thing. But they'd be like, if you spend four more dollars, you'll get. It. <laughs> 
my ass still do it. Like, bro, it's the same. It's it probably equal out to around the same shit. You either don't spend the extra four dollars and pay whatever you're gonna pay, or spend the extra four dollars probably end up being more than four dollars. Spend more money than what you intended on. Uh-huh. Nigga, I didn't even have a job and I was Uber eat Uber eating cotton candy ice cream almost every night. <laughs> oh no. Cotton candy ice cream. Candy that candy and that was like cream. 13 a pop. <laughs> Just and the crazy part, most of the time we don't even really be hungry. It'd be out of straight boredom. You see it? Oh yeah, I need that. Nah, my shit. Be out of straight hide them. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, boy. I it's definitely now I got my own house, nigga. I smoke in the man cave, go in the house and destroy the kitchen, bro. That's why my ass gained 20 pounds because, nigga, the whole shit was right before my grandma died. I was about to stop smoking for a little bit, mm. and then she died. And I was like, "Fuck, I got, <laughs> I need to smoke." And ever since then, I was supposed to stop smoking. And I finally, I finally did it now. So that's what made me weigh myself so I can kind of, kind of get a gauge on it. Uh, I was like, because I, I, I already knew, like I knew, like I know I didn't gain some weight, bro. So I finally weighed myself. Like, yeah, let me get this shit right, man. Get back right. I'm probably about to finally buy a new blender after that shit. Then poisoned me with the plastic. Did you wrong? Put your life at home with the plastic, boy. That's what I'm saying, bro. Swallowing the plastic. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. Rip your butt when you use the bathroom. (laughs) Bro, the first day I did it, I drank it. It ain't fucked me up or nothing, but Mm. that second... Actually, I did it for a few days. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. I did that shit for a few days, and it just got... That last day, the the pieces was too big for me to even... Do it comfortably. I'm like, bro, like, I'm sorry. I just wasted all this fucking fruit. But I still drink. Like, <laughs> I I forget what I ended up doing. I think I poured it into a cup and then wasted the rest. Like, I I drank the cup that I was like, I just I won't drink the rest because that's too risky. You gotta make the smoothie in the bowl for real with your hand. Smash that thing up. It was frozen fruit, bitch. <laughs> Nigga had me out here with some raw ass knuckles. <laughs> Nigga out here punching the frozen fruit. Neighbors like, what the hell going on over there? I hear blue, blue, blue. My boy slamming the bag of that boy slamming the bag of fruit like a bag of ice. Nah, that's what I used to have to do with them fucking um the sour sop, bro. Like that's part of the reason why my shit is broke. Cause the sour sop. It used to be like frozen, fucking solid. So Yo. I'll be in there trying to chop it up, cut it up. But well, nah, the soursop cut relatively easy, nigga. I got some cassava leaves. I was frozen, nigga. Trying to cut them shits was a fucking bitch, bro. Like <laughs> I'm in there, like I, I got the sharpest knife going in on the motherfucking cutting board and it, like I'm not making the imprint at all. I'm like, man, like, what am I to do? Like, how do, how do I get this to work? And then, to make matters even worse, like, once I would get them cut, so, like I said, the sour sop was a little easier, but it, was, it I would still have this same problem. Once I get that shit cut, the motherfucking blade, like, it wouldn't cut it in the blender, so then I'll have to kind of try to wait for it to spin around and then open it up 
adjust it to try to get it on the blade so it'll cut. Then the blade would cut it a little bit, but it wouldn't cut through it. So then it's just spinning, spinning, spinning. I have to keep adjusting that shit, nigga. Making my smoothies used to be a fucking task. But those shits got me right. I can't lie. That week one, that a murder a murder down week one video that I put on Instagram. Yeah. That smoothie, nigga, that might have been the one that lost me like shit. That might have been 20 pounds worth of smoothie right there, bro. Cause I'm telling you, that like I drank that smoothie the first two days. That third day, I took a big ass shit that third that morning. And then it was just like it would make me do it every two days. I'll take a big ass shit. And after the first week, I was cleared out. No, nah, you know what'll make you go use the bathroom? That green juice. Like if you go to the store, get some green juice. Oh man, boy. You was gonna be in that bathroom by the end of the night. I think it felt like you done drunk prune juice. Mm. That green juice go crazy. Hey, I done started doing that. What you gonna call it? I done started trying to save. I'm trying to trying to find a way to some save some money, just so I won't be in this little position. I was in like in the summers, cause in the summers, I I'm the only uh, income that come in, so it don't be uh, what's her name. Keisha don't get money from the military or nothing unless she in school. So like the summers be garbage for us. So I'm like, okay, let me start like putting money away and stuff. So I done started, I opened that little stupid thing. What's that thing called? The acorns thing. So I done tried to do that. So, so they've been rounding up, taking a little money here and there. But I'm all, I'm doing it through Cash App, too. So Cash App do roundups, and they put it towards different stocks. And I they've been putting it towards Amazon for me. Oh, but I'm so hurt because that Amazon, I'm about to get sued right now. So I'm scared. I'm like, mm. I'm like Lord. But at the end of the day, if I lose... At right now, I'm only gonna lose six dollars, so I'm not really. I'm like, it's not like I'm losing hella money. Like I don't put a lot of money into it. You gotta put, sell it off right now, then buy it when it dip again. When it once yeah. the lawsuit hit, <laughs> scoop in there. But the the plan is, I'm trying to save at least three hundred dollars a month. So every time I get paid, put a hundred dollars up. Every time kids get paid, put a hundred dollars up. So if we do that, we'll be straight by next summer. Like for any plus, mix that with whatever I get back from income. Mm. So, so you know, I already, I already wrote off my income tax. I was just gonna pay the rent for the rest of the year, uh-huh. or for the rest of the lease, because our lease is till April. So that income tax hit about February, bro. Make those last couple months lovely. <laughs> Where are you going? Lay down. This girl love crawling on me, man. Oh damn, nigga. Oh, but I ain't even gonna say the new hour. This is just it. This is episode one eleven, aka episode three, featuring the babies. My dog Braylon. Shout out Braylon. That seemed like a whole episode of him. I know we started talking about the sports. She had them dipped. All right, we were supposed to get all the sports out the way first. But... I don't know how I circle back to it because we always do. It is what it is, man. You gotta love it. You gotta hate it, but you can't overrate it. If you come back, we're going to have a real set topic list for you this time. Yeah, I'm about to say, well, I'm going to have her. She's going to be a recurring guest. It's just her first appearance, man. She, We're going to throw her in a rotation with the rest of the fellas. Because like she said, don't nobody want to hear niggas, just niggas, talking. Nobody want to hear actually, that shit. And she was prompt and on time, unlike the other members of the podcast. Exactly. The boy's going to get the snip. <laughs> 
No, say he doing cuts. No, I ain't make the list. He cutting Starting the roster with, down, man. Starting with Greg. No, we're gonna we're gonna keep Greg only for comedy relief. Tim, you're first. Nah, <laughs> technically Adam is first. Well, Adam ain't been on here exactly. You know, That's why he takes first. Years. Next episode, we go we gonna turn this shit to fucking Survivor. You're just going to see people, their heads faded from the picture. We removing their head off the front of the, the cover. Nobody going to notice until it's just me. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, it's episode 111. It's getting too sinister. Like a cup of virgin blood. That's 16 apiece, that's 32. That means one of my guns wasn't loaded all the way. That boy's rapping fast as hell, but I ain't catch none of them numbers but 33. That's 16, 32. Breaking news, breaking news. Nah, says his next album with Hit Boy is halfway finished. I ain't, I ain't gonna think I'll finish the last one. That nigga need to slow down. He need to slow down. That's what I'm gonna say. Slow down. I feel like at this point he just putting them out to put them out though, you know, gotta just be. to stay sharp. Gotta be him. So, yeah, this is episode one eleven, man. We going strong. We might be on a new platform coming next week. Well, not a new platform. Might be a new distributor, you know. Yeah, a new distributor. Spotify. Spotify, y'all slacking on your Mac end. You heard me. I need this one. We ain't got time for it.